Yeah, man. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Slow down on the biz and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the piece, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wings is fragrant, and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat for flashy meat. Better leave all your doors and all half the week. What? Positive or motivational stack to see successful guests. Promote a self-mastery. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the sister with a great reason. I must insist, don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. Cause I don't wanna be alone. I don't wanna be alone. I don't wanna be alone. If anything 
From the killing fields with no toe. I don't think we in Kansas no moto. Midwest or dirty south. Clean dress or dirty mouth. Whether robbing preachers or killing poor righteous teachers. You a scared demon. Shouldn't be allowed to spread semen. And your cowardly lies never define the jackals of Babel. Running with they pack. Tell between your legs. Throw the mane on your head. Say the story. As you downplay your glory. Cackling. Helping the shackling of your brethren. Happy. Just by rapping. Liberty time. Liberty time. Liberty time. Welcome on in to Planet Remix. Little liberation as we get started in the cipher. So welcome, welcome on in 
Oh, yeah. I trust that you all are having an amazing, wonderful... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you're in. The Blue Room is open, and you are certainly welcome to come on over and join us in the cipher. Yeah, come on over. Join us in the cipher. You're going to want to do this. (laughs) You're definitely going to want to do this. Oh, yeah. Those cosmic directions. Come on over to YouTube and go to Blue Raz R A S and Barry B E R R Y, and that is going to get you in the blue room. Oh yeah, this beautiful full moon lunar eclipse. This energy is here, and we can all feel it. It definitely. It's about liberation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Welcome on in, everyone. Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Peace and greetings, everyone. (laughs) How are you doing? So good to see all of your wonderful, loving faces out there, each and every single one of you. I want to give out the call-in number as we get started here. Wow. 515-605-9794 is the number to call. Yeah, that's the number to call. If um, you are calling inside the U.S., so 515-605-9794, all of our international callers, you know what you got to do. You got to dial that U.S. country code and then dial Five one five six zero five nine seven nine four. Have you looked outside? And it really doesn't matter, but you can feel the energy in the air. So we're coming up on some very very important dates, and I have a few things that I want to talk to you about, and. Uh, We'll dive into that as we dive into the cipher. But the first thing I want to do is just welcome you all in as we get ready to get started here on Planet Remix. And for those of you inside the Blue Room, and you're looking good, by the way, your energy is just kind of blasting itself out there. (laughs) And uh, I can just see all of these colors and sparkles and all kinds of things that are there. Mm Mm-hmm. I can see your energy centers. I can see your chakras. You know, they're vibrating inside of this portal here. So first of all, I do want to give a very big shout out and say thank you to Kalimar for opening up the way in the blue room and to Erica for the sound check. Both of those priestess, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, Benny, you're absolutely right. It is always lit in the blue room. And so... While you guys are inside the Blue Room, I definitely, absolutely want you to shout out where you are from, what country, what state, what city, who are you representing? Let's see who's in the building. Let's see who has dived into the cipher. 
Oh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's in the house. That's that's my hometown. Got to represent. Uh, Detroit is in the house. D.C., Philly, New York, Indianapolis. Atlanta's in the house. The Boogie Bronx is there. Nevada is there. We got Baltimore in the house and the Bay Area. New Jersey checking in. Alabama, Chicago, Texas, Australia is in the house tonight. Welcome, Australia. All of our international listeners, I know. Ohio is in the house. Wow. And the Poconos is in the building. I bet it's so beautiful this time of the year during the Poconos. We got California and we got Florida in the building. We got North Carolina, Raleigh in the house. Oklahoma, Detroit, just mm, absolutely everywhere. Just checking in and so good to see all of you and wow all of you on the phone lines so we're going to get into because we have a very special share for you tonight a couple of announcements i want to make i'm going to pull a card for us tonight for the collective we'll do that as we are just on the cusp of coming into this fourth of july energy which we'll talk a little bit about hmm for those of us who are in the United States, very important date here, very important energy that is just hovering over in the atmosphere. Uh, we're going to talk about that, plus do some other great things and talk about some things that are going on. South Carolina in the house. Welcome the Carolinas in the building. Yeah, yeah. Glad you guys are here. So come on in, pull up a seat, get you something to drink, you know, kick back, relax, relax your feet, relax your mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pull a card really quick for us. Let's just see what this weekend has in store for us. Like, where do we need to have our focus on our energy? Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see where that's going to take us. And I'm using the Kim deck, by the way. So mm -hmm. let's see. Let's see. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Card number 14. Oh, my goodness. How divine is this? Card number 14 is the ancient Egyptian goddess Mayat coming out of Kemet. And this represents all of that divine feminine energy. It represents mayat. It represents that mama energy. But it is all about transformation. It is all about balance. And it is all about intuition. And I can't say how so spot on that is with mayat's energy. Because this full moon lunar eclipse has everything to do with the divine feminine. Sort of coming along and bringing everything into balance. You know, we're sort of still kind of ushering out the energy of the old and sort of kind of forging our way forward and birthing anew. So my aunt. That's what we want to hold, or the goddess Isis, 
however you want to say it, but it's about transformation. It's about balance and it's about intuition. Card number 14, one plus four equals five. And that energy of five brings the past, the present and the future. It brings it all into scope for you. You can see it almost like looking through a telescope and looking out into the cosmos and taking a look at that beautiful, wonderful star Venus who is doing her celestial dance across the sky. Yeah, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting in, in energy that is there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So welcome on in. It's time for us to be responsible. Mm-hmm. We got to do that. We got to take care of some house business. We got to take care of some planet remix business as we dive deeper into the cipher. Greetings, everyone. Hi, it's me, Miss Blue, the Oracle. Now, as you know, we are about to dive into planet remix. And as we get ready to get into the cipher, I do want to let you know that it is Planet Remix, and a lot of times we cover adult content. So at this time, if you have anyone who's a minor, I would suggest that you put your headset on or get yourself in a place where you can enjoy your time on Planet Remix. But until then, put the babies out, do what you need to do, so we can be responsible while knowing our magic. This show, this information, we dive into a lot of things that are adult content. And so therefore, if you are a minor, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. And I definitely want you to get your parent or your guardian's consent before diving into the remix. Well, enjoy. Enjoy the share. Yeah, and keep knowing your magic. We just got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth. Oh, yeah, so true. We definitely want to make sure that we are being responsible while growing up on planet Earth. Speaking of responsible, shouts out to Priestess Chastity in the building. Want to send her some congratulations because on her project, which she has many projects going on right now, but one of her projects is about her book. And that is, I believe the book is called I too can be president. I have it over here on the shelf. I may have to grab it while well, she did some revisions and she republished it. Mm. Such divine timing for that to come out and Priestess Chastity will be coming on to not only talk about her book uh, that she has out there. If you haven't grabbed it, you definitely want to go to Amazon. You want to go over to the remix radio page. We'll be dropping that link inside the blue room as well. And also check out her website that she has because she's doing classes, not only for our children, right, but also for our parents. She's an educator uh, and has invested a lot of time in teaching our babies and also teaching our adults all the way up uh, to the scholar level, level. 
because she's a scholar herself. And uh, yeah, you just got to go take one of those classes um, because not only are they fun, not only is it something you can do, but it's something the whole family can get involved in, especially while we're all still kind of making our way inside this new world. So we'll have those details coming for you and more of that from Priestess Chastity as well. So welcome, 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 everyone. Let's do some shots out. I'm trying to contain myself here tonight because we have a surprise for you. And of course, you know, that's, I guess that's a little unfair, right? Because we always have a surprise. (laughs) We have a surprise for you every time we come into Planet Remix, we do. But I want to give some shots out because that's so important to do. But I want to start right here. So for most of us around the world currently right now, it is July. We are in the month of July. Listen, can you believe that we are in July? Like 2020, what's going on? Like we are moving fast, you know? We are moving fast. So I want to say... Happy Born Day to everyone who is celebrating a birthday in the month of July. So happy Born Day to every single person who's celebrating a Born Day in the month of July. And a very, very special shout out to one of Planet Remix's own, Brother Bilal's son, uh, Bilal, is celebrating his born day today. So shouts out and love to him, that amazing and wonderful young man, uh, sending him so much love from all of us here on Planet Remix as he celebrate his born day. And to each and every single one of you, I'm looking inside the blue room. So many of you are celebrating your born day today. Kavina Smith says, my born day is today. Well, happy born day to you too. Magnificent said 713 is her born day. Oh my goodness, Divine Monarch born day is coming up. Um, someone says their mother's born day is coming up. So we got a lot of July babies. So happy born day to all of our July babies. Kevin Bell says 721 is his born day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Doing it up big. Doing it up big. <laughs> happy, happy born day to all of you and happy birthday to your parents all of our July babies. Yeah. The Principles Remix Divine Times. Now, tonight's here is going to be a little different in the fact that I want you to do something and I'm going to tell you ahead of time while we're getting ready to do shots out, take care of a couple of announcements and diving even further into the cipher. I want you to grab a pen and something to write with because you're going to want to do this. Trust me, you're going to want to take some notes. I know many of you are doing that anyway, but you're going to really, really want uh, to take some good notes tonight. Mm -hmm. So first off, let's do this. Let's just give a big, big shout out. I want to ring the bell. I want to ring the bell for self-invested. 
And for everyone who has been self-invested, I don't know what season we're on in self-invested. Is this season five, season six? Are we in season 10? Like we are, I don't know what season we're in in self-invested, but congratulations and thank you to everyone who self-invested. Now, I'm going to put you up on some knowledge here. We're going to do this. I'm going to kind of school you guys on some knowledge because we're getting so many emails, so many emails for people wanting to know, how can I get involved and self-invested? So I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to pause a little bit here and say this. Self-invested is a program that we run for a year. And we take it starting in August, and we run it all the way until June, May, June, in that time frame. It is the place that we roll up our sleeves, our pant legs, and we dive in. It is a master think tank. I want you to think Planet Remix times 1,000, because that's what we do. It's a place that we really, really dig into the knowledge and we take our time and we really begin to start looking at it from many different dimensions. I don't want to say planes because it ain't planes. We don't pass the planes. We are in the dimensions of looking at. It is available for everyone from all walks of life. All you have to do is have access to a phone or access to the internet, right? And you will be able to connect with us and self-invest it. So the reason I'm pausing here is because we're getting bombarded. So many new people and a lot of people wanting to know, like, hey, I want to get in on self-invest it. So this is what I want to say to you. Start getting your coins right. Because we're going to be opening up enrollment soon for self-invest it. And once we open up enrollment and we close it, because the work is so intense, it is so intimate, um, it is so transforming, and it's so much of a connection that is there and a commitment, can I say that? And magic definitely explodes in that spot. We only have that open enrollment window, and once it's closed, we carry the group throughout, and we all work together. So just kind of put that in your back pocket. You know how they say, put it in your back pocket. Don't sit on it, but put it in your back pocket just so you know that it is coming up and enrollment will open soon. So if you are interested, and we know you are, that um, (laughs) you can make sure that you stay ready. Now, Here's another announcement. (sighs) Mm. You ready? We're going to talk about the Jupiter money kit. I feel like I need a sip of tea on that one. Hold on. Uh. Okay. Can we talk about the Jupiter money kit? Going, 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 and going. Gone. Gone. That's right. It is all sold out. Sold out. So to those who have paid earlier, 
know you have secured your kids, but they are gone. Let me, I want to talk about this Jupiter money kit because this is something that, um, it's so magical. And I don't say that lightly because, you know, we understand magic from the perspective of making a greater individual commitment. That is the acronym for magic. This Jupiter money kit not only secures wealth and abundance. We're not just talking dollar bills, y'all. We're talking about wealth and abundance. And it just opens up so much in your life. This kit is curated with ancient wisdom and knowledge. I heard someone say the other day, it seems like the whole world is woke. But I have news for those who think that the world is woke. And it is a lot of people who are woke. But we've been woke for a long time. We're beyond woke. We are the wise ones. We are the shiny ones. We are the ones our ancestors have been waiting for. That the ancestors have been waiting for. And everything in this kit speaks to the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding throughout the ages. Ages. The magic is everyone with the Jupiter money kit. And here's the powerful thing about it. Every single person who owns the Jupiter money kit, and (laughs) listen, I got mine to keep it close. It's directed in sending out energy. So others receive more than you. That's the purpose of the kit. That that Jupiter money kit is not just for you. It is taking care of those around you as well. And I want you to know this. They work as soon as you make your purpose, your purchase, excuse me, as soon as you begin to make your purchase. When you send that email and you secure your kit, it is working for you. We already designed it. We already did the work for you. And one of the things that me and Brother Bilal understood about putting this kit together and being guided by the Most High to put it together is that we cannot become a collective until we start working like one. So when we say we want everyone to be good, We want everyone to be good. But we only fantasize with that thought. A lot of times, it it sort of stays right there. We tend to not mean that from our hearts. But we mean it. 
because we are about to open the spiritual bank accounts. And I want you to know this. We have all the PIN numbers. We have all the PIN numbers for these spiritual bank accounts. We got the PIN number. You know how when you get an account, you have to sit down and they make you go to the little pad, put your little thumb on there, and you have to type in your PIN number? Well, we have all the PIN numbers for your spiritual bank account. So that Jupiter money kit, let me tell you, you can do what you choose to do with it, but it's already been curated The love has been put into it. The magic has been placed inside of it. And the spirit of our ancestors are there. The spirit of the collective is there. The spirit of the future even has the potential to open up and grow in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to everyone who got the Jupiter money kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome on in. Welcome into the cipher, you guys. So so next, shouts out to all the divine priestess. I want to send my priestess so much love. They are putting in so much work behind the scenes. So I want to give all of those sisters so much love and thank them for holding space, holding. The priestess are in the building tonight. So if you are in the blue room, you will see my priestess. They will stand up. All of those powerful sisters, each one, priestess Brandy, priestess Kalimar, priestess Erica, priestess Chastity is in the building. Oh, yeah. Priestess Melanie is in the building. Oh, my goodness. And so many more of the priestess. The gift is here. The priestess, the gift is in the house. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Priestess Nadra in the building. Priestess Cinnamon is in the building. Yeah. Yeah. Priestess Andrea is in the house tonight. Mm-hmm. So we got quite a few priestess that are in the house and also listening in as we continue to dive into the cipher tonight. I told you guys, lots of surprises coming tonight. Priestess Trin, Trin is in the building. Shout out to her as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So got a few questions, few questions for you guys. We're going to listen to some music. We're going to listen to some Baby Blue because we got to do that. Let's listen to some Baby Blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, I'm going to do some more shots out. Let me do that because I'm, I'm just so excited. I can't, I can't contain myself. Can y'all tell? But first of all, let me say this. Let me say this. Shout out to Brother Bilal. Brother Bilal has been working, I don't even know like a beast, right? And uh, I just want to send him so much love because everything that we do from Planet Remix and all the different projects that we work on, uh, we all work on these things together. And it takes a lot of time, you guys. It takes, <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you, a lot of research. <laughs> um, it takes a lot of love, takes a lot of understanding. You know, it takes a whole lot 
uh, and a lot of time. So I want to send so much love out to Brother Bilal as well uh, and uh, sending him love and the family and everyone that way as well, listening in, sending him love. And also, again, shouts out to baby boy Bilal celebrating his born day, uh, sending him so much love. want to do that. And then I want to send so much love out to Sister Manya, Baby Nai Nai, and Tiwi, the whole family listening in, sending them so much love. Priestess Brandy in the building. Shout out to Priestess Brandy. Mm -hmm. So sending love out to Sister Manya and the whole crew. And to all of our family, right? Shouts out to Dr. Banks. Holding it down on the East Coast, another hard-working brother, <laughs> putting in the work, doing the work. Want to send Dr. Banks and the whole family so much love. Definitely want to shout out soul, can I say soul magic. Shouts out to soul magic. Check, check your soul magic. Hey, soul magic, you know what I thought about? And everyone who is in soul magic, you know, your third eye ascension mask. We had the mask before the mask came out, y'all. I bet y'all didn't know that the whole soul magic group, we was up on the mask. We had the mask. We had the third eye ascension mask way before the corona mask came out. We was already mask on, mask off. Um, really understanding our magic at a very, very high level. So shouts out to everyone in Soul Magic who has done that. And then I have to do this because you guys are just showering me with so many beautiful gifts. And I want to send a big shout out to one of our self-invested and also Planet Remix members, Be Balance, who sent me some amazing, I don't even know what to call it, some amazing stuff. Like, I'm going to do a whole spread on everything from the soaps to the lotions, like, to the jewelry made with the crystals. Like, it's some real magical stuff. So, shots out to be balanced. I am loving it. I am in a relaxed state of mind because of it. <laughs> so shouts out to her as well. Okay, so shouts out to all the family. We'll be here all night if we just keep doing those shots out. But mm, I love you and so glad that you're listening in. Let's listen to some baby blue. Here we go. La 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 the remix. Hey, this is Baby Blue. And remember, if nothing else moves you, life will. This is absolutely, positively so true. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. And we're seeing this play out absolutely everywhere. If nothing if nothing else moves you, life will. We're going to try to say that in a couple of different languages. I had a couple of remix listeners who speak foreign languages in different countries say it to me in all kinds of languages. Yeah, so we're going to get that. But here we go. We're going to jam to this. We're going to come back. You're going to find out about, oh, y'all ain't ready. You're going to find out about the surprise. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to talk first about a little bit more about what's happening in the atmosphere, what's going down, like what is happening at this particular moment. Be phenomenal. Thank you for that super chat donation. Um, so we're going to do that right after we listen to this. So here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Planet Remix. When the Remy's with the system, they don't tell them how to fuck them with a distance. That's what these hoes yelling. When the Remy's with the system, they don't tell them how to fuck them with a distance. That's what these hoes yelling. When the Remy's with the system, the Remy's with the system. When the Remy's with the system, when the Remy's with the system, the Remy's with the system. It's about to go down When the Remy, when the Remy goes Ain't no telling When the Remy, when the Remy goes It's about to go down When the music's in my system Ain't no telling if you Muslim, if you Christian That's what they be yelling I'm gone by blood, not relation So why I'm about to go down When the music's in my system Ain't no telling if you Muslim, if you Christian I'm God by blood, not relation. So what's up, bomb bomb, this from creation. I never got hated on directly to my face. I never got tased, I never got mace. I never went to jail without rumbling the cops. Started living with pain, trying to put me in my place. And that's just a preface, a universal message from this land of the leopards. And camouflage wolves stealing lambs from the shepherds. Ain't the whole world for the price of your soul. Trying to grab hold of what you can't control. 
control. Now you all lost for the sight to be home. Ninja of to the silver and gold. I was hopeless, now I'm on home road. Every man wanna act like he's exempt. Need to get down on his knees and get jammed. Yeah, I said talk on the day of judgment. The movement from a lot of serpent. Try to think straight how your whole style been. Talk to bridges, no coincidence. Hypocrites always wanna play in the sand. Always wanna take it to the full out extent. Always wanna make it seem like good and can. Never wanna face it when it's time for punishment. I know you don't wanna hear my opinion. They come in these paths and you must choose one. And if you don't change in the rain soon, time for your mind will jump, but you just lost one. You might will jump, but you just lost one. You might will jump, but you just lost one. You might will jump, but you just lost one. You might will jump, but you just lost one. Happy 4th of July weekend. Oh, yeah. just heard is by Jay period. He did an amazing mix and he went live and he went hard. The very first track that you heard by Jay period um, was the one with Jay electronica in it and Jay Z called in the system. The second one was the lost one um, a remix that he did for Lauren Hill. So check him out. He's on YouTube, J dot period. Um, and you'll be able to hear some of his jams. He's also on SoundCloud as well. Um, but it's so perfect. Both of those songs, if you look in really, and I know you are into the meaning of that, especially during this time. So now that we jam to that and we're dive, we're, we're, we're in the cipher, right? We're not diving in the cipher. We're in the cipher. The principles remix divine time. Now, as you guys know, 
the full moon lunar eclipse is coming up this Sunday. Hmm. Did we not tell you that retrogrades were real? Did we not tell you that? Yeah. This full moon lunar eclipse, this energy that's coming up, you guys, and one of the things about this particular full moon, and we've had so many of them back to back, this particular energy that it is pulling itself in really has a spiraling effect. And so things are spiraling, you know, but this retrograde and with so many different planets that have been in retrograde, remember, if you think back to May 13th, this is when Venus was in retrograde and moving herself spiraling everything around and carrying that code of 13 sort of kind of going all throughout the universe, all throughout the universe. And you know, 13 is carrying that energy. It's about the endings and it's about the new beginnings. It's about coming into this energy. It's about understanding about nature and how nature is playing its role and what's happening. But this full moon lunar eclipse that is coming in is really about to bring that feminine balance. And it's very magical. And we know that magic really, really stands for making a greater individual commitment. And so a lot of things that you're going to feel that is pulling on you at this particular time and really sort of forcing you to reevaluate within yourself has everything to do with commitment, with your dedication. It has to do with what are you building? Are you building something up? Are you tearing something down? Is something ending or is something beginning? We are in that frequency of 13 where the intuition is taken over the mind. And if you follow that intuition, it will bring you into a space of openness and rebirth. This is what the divine feminine is pulling up. You know how somebody pull up on you? It's pulling up on the masculine to bring things into balance, into a supreme state of balance, to pull you out of the patterns of judgment, because that's what's happening here, to pull you out of the patterns of judgment so that you can begin to get into the place of balance, balance with yourself and balance with nature. And all of this is about our individuality. It's about freedom. So much of what we're hearing and so much of what's going on, hashtag black lives matter, because no lives can matter until black lives matter. And we can feel it in the air. It's happening in the atmosphere. So everything that we've been talking about for the last six months, I'll do you better, the last 18 months, what our ancestors and our grandparents and our great-grandparents have been talking about for over 500 years, 
These things are coming to pass. And nobody can stop it. Nobody can move it. It's going. And this is not an individual thing. This is a collective effort that is going on. And so it's great for us to check in with how we are feeling. How we are feeling. How are you feeling? Because your feelings is going to take you to a place so that you can begin to embrace your intuition. Intuition first, feeling second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this full moon lunar eclipse, you better get you some. Get you some of that energy because it is floating out into the atmosphere. (laughs) You better... Scoop you up some tonight. You better open up those energy centers, those chakras. Let's just take a deep breath out. Let it out. And then breathe in. And out. And let it in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I can hear Carly B saying, coronavirus. Yeah. But no. Mm -mm. Get some of that beautiful energy. Yeah, get some. Get some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I want to tell you guys, his eye is on the sparrow. It really is. Did y'all know that? Did you know? Are y'all not looking at the digital magic if you're in the blue room or for the show tonight? His eye is on the sparrow. Barrel. Yeah. So I want to welcome not a newbie, not even a guest, but part of Planet Remix in the house tonight. <laughs> so put your cosmic hands together for our dear brother, Dr. Banks. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, we can hear you, Dr. Banks. <laughs> I want to do a little something before we get into the share. Speaking of retrograde. Everybody loves him. 
but tell me can you stand at your grave? Can you stand Good evening. <laughs> oh, good evening, good evening, good evening. Listen, I want you to do me a favor, Dr. Banks. What's that? Um, What's that? Thank you for that that beautiful vibration. But I want you to come real close to the phone. Okay. And I want you to just Sing that acapella for us so we can really get into those retrograde vibes. Oh, yeah. All right, listen. So, this is like um, I had this idea because everybody's been talking about it. So, listen. On a perfect day, I know that I. Can count on you, <laughs> but if that's not possible, tell me, do you know where the sun Because I need somebody who will stand by me when Venus and Mercury. Are going crazy, going <laughs> crazy. Sunny everybody loves them. But tell me, can you stand retrograde? It's going crazy. That's what I was playing with. I'm messing up. <laughs> I absolutely love it. It's a hit. We need to just go ahead and do that remake there. That's right. Venus and Mercury are going crazy. Can you stand this retrograde? That's that's the cosmic remix version, you know. Oh, I love it. I love it. Everybody is throwing up so much hearts and love in the the blue room. They are loving it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, because I love this retro- mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. this retrograde energy is going to linger on for another six months. So that's hashtag mm. fact. Can mm-hmm. you stand the retrograde? Mm. Can you stand it? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. So it is so good to have you on the platform again. It has been a while, Dr. Banks that you have been here, yeah. but of course you are always here with us, you know, working with us side mm-hmm. by side. So we love that as well, but definitely to have you joining us here live on the platform, a special, special treat. Rather relax. You going to get some notes Don't make that Luther come out. Don't oh, make that Luther come out. No, no, I just have a it. few words to say. Yeah, boy, look, don't make me. <laughs> Go ahead, bring that Luther out, brother Blount, and then I'll hit that. I'll hit that Charday, and we'll just all oh, we'll just oh, be yeah, done. It's on. Yeah, yeah. It's on. We need to get. We need to get this album. Done. Yeah, they. Yeah, they cut us right off the damn air. But look, <laughs> look, you know what? Look what we gonna do. Look before before you before you before you get down. Uh, uh, Bankless, our big brother, what's happening? You good? 
I'm man, I'm great, man. I'm really good. I'm really good. <laughs> Look, you know what? Shouts out to all the comrades too who came to the workshop, man. Uh, the the mentor seventy two, man. All the all the yeah. brothers mm. came out. Oh, Salute to all the brothers. You know what I'm saying? And uh, have to do that. But look, but let let me let me do this before you get started, Banks. And, and this is very necessary. And we're talking about when you talk about retrograde, we're talking about retrograde recovery. Mm-hmm. And and what we all have come to find out, we want mostly the things that we are not willing to give. Mm. Mm. Say that again. Most people want to be forgiven, but at the same time, not willing to forgive. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we want most of it, the things that we are not willing to give. I mean, just when we talk about 2020, we talk about the year of revealing, right? The year of restarting, the year of retrogrades, the year when we go retroactive. Right. But it's 2020 been something, huh? Well, isn't this a 2020 for you? Oh my goodness! I mean, we knew it was gonna, you know, yeah. pack a punch, but we didn't, we didn't expect this. But did, did we know 2020 hold the number 22, which is the catch 22, as we mm. talked about the quagmire the other day? Oh we were on the yeah, bomb. that's right, that's right. The catch 2022, 2020 mm. is the catch 22. Mm-hmm. Damn if you do, and you Have you ever heard of retrograde recovery? Hmm. Well, look, the retrograde itself, eternal integrity. The retrograde is a check-in and a check-up of your internal integrity. And if your internal integrity is flawed, then your internal revenue will be flawed as well. And your internal cash flow and wealth flow. If your wow. internal integrity is flawed, it will then interrupt your internal revenue. Mm. Now, we're going to give this absolute. Build the shit right the first time. Mm. Right. That's mm-hmm. the absolute. Build it right the first time. Yes. Because if we knowingly build something without our best effort, without our best knowing, if you leave the best part of who you are out of your projects, what you have built lacks the integrity to stand the test of time. It will fall. Mm -hmm. And you will eventually come to what we call a retrograde or no, none other than an inspection in your own life where we have to go back to the drawing board, reevaluate, reevaluate and check things out, right? Because whatever is not real will perish. Mm. Got some feed coming from your inbox. And whatever is not built with integrity, it must fall. So we're in the catch-22, and you're going to be hearing this a lot. 
especially this weekend. Watch you hear this catch 22, the number 22, the sacred 22. That's why those Jupiter money kits were so special with the 11, 22, and 33, right? Master vibrations because the master vibrations are roaming on the planet. So catch 22. Miss Blue, which is a dilemma or a difficult circumstance. A catch-22 is a dilemma or a difficult circumstance which cannot be escaped. That's it, deep, huh? <laughs> and that's why tonight we have to have the principles before we fall into this paradox, right? And, and, and before we fall into this contradiction of rules and limitations. Because your rules will be your own death. Yeah, I like my little brother say, uh, pack fair. Be fair or mm. be square, meaning you will be boxed into your own rules. Pack fair. Mm. Yeah. Pack fair. Now, look, this is another special month right here. Now, check out what's happening this month. As Hathor met Tahuti, now, this shit is deep. Mm-hmm. This month in July... You're talking about Catch-22, but July 22nd, moving into July 23rd, is when the Great Mother of Cancer, the Great Mother of Hathor, meets July 23rd, the line of Judah. Yes. Whose birthday on July 23rd, Miss Blue? Holly Selassie. That's right, Holly Selassie, Ethiopia. Oh, my goodness. We were just talking about Ethiopia and the calendar and really mm-hmm. how they are in 2012 at this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Just spoke on <laughs> that. Just spoke right. on that, right? Wow. Yeah. And you said you said you said mm-hmm. in 2012 at this time. That's right. So let me let, let me in my closing because I I wanna I wanna I wanna hear Doctor Banks uh, drop it and 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 put everything together. <clears throat> but 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 Banks, we haven't left outside the equation of what is time. <laughs> well, we know time is of the essence. We know time is of the essence. Look, the essence of time's mate. We know time waits for no one. Yeah, kid and play told us that. <laughs> and only only your work makes time move forward. So we're giving That's another powerful. name tonight. You're going to hear this this weekend, too. You're going to hear a lot of talk about time, time, time. But we're getting ready yeah. to give you another word for time. Time, <laughs> yeah, we- time. Time. Time is another word for God. Bam. There it is. Mm. There it is. Time is another word for God. Father time. Time. That's right. There it is. Father time. Can I go farther on that thought? So... (laughs) When you take responsibility for yourself 
and mm. become your own God and goddess. Yes. Until then, you are given the power to move time forward. Right. But remember, time waits for no one. Mm-hmm. So time can't stop. But, you know what but me, wipe out that shit we just said. Time waits for <laughs> no one. Yeah. So yeah, time yeah. can't stop. But time can come to a standstill. That's right. That's right. A time time can't wait for no one, but time can come to a standstill. And that's not a contradiction. Because time can't stop. So if time can't stop, then how can time can come to a standstill? Hmm. Can I go farther? Mm-hmm. Mike Brown, Trayvon, yeah. Eric Gardner, Sarah Glenn, Breonna Taylor. Yes. Jamar, Philando Castell, Freddie Gray. Yes. But for some reason, George Floyd brought time to a standstill. Time stopped for eight That's minutes and nice. 46 seconds. Made the world stand still and got the attention everyone been waiting on. And yes. right now, we could go no farther in time in this condition. That's right. Uh, uh, uh. So when we talk about time, we are talking about God. They are the same word. And we are telling you we could go no farther without some sound rules of engagement that sits on top of the remix principles. Yes. Wow. So I am front and center, and I know we are going to have a good time. Time Mm -hmm. has come to a standstill, and we could go no farther in time in this shape or this condition. So, Banks, take it. Yes, sir. Yeah. I appreciate that. All right, everyone. I'm listening. No doubt. Yeah. First of all, first of all, how how do I sign? You are coming in clear. You are coming in really, really clear, and uh, we can hear you. So, I wanna I wanna start here. I know you're gonna dive in deep, and we're really, you know, honestly, what we're gonna be doing. And Brother Bilal touched on this just a bit. Is actually, mm-hmm. you guys are gonna get a glimpse into some of the things or some of the processes or some of our formulas of what we do in self-invested. Don't you think that's fair to say, Dr. Banks, this is kind of how we get down in self-invested. Yeah. Yes, this is exactly how we get down in self-invested. I am the, uh, the, the ambassador of self-invested and the graduate. Yeah. I think I'm a graduate. I don't know. I yeah, yeah, back. So you are. I'm a lifelong student. 
<laughs> but, a lifelong yes, student. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So the perfect place to start, because we have so many new listeners. I know so many have known the shows that you've come on and lessons you've dropped here as well. But I want you to start out for those who may not know and tell us about Dr. Banks. Okay. Now. Mm-hmm. All right. So. I will not be too long, but I will be organized. And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, make sure you're just speaking into the mic. I didn't mean to cut you off. I want you to come as close close to the the phone as possible so everyone can hear you. Um, All right. right. I'm I'm close as I can get. I couldn't be no closer. All right. (laughs) All right. All right, perfect. Well, what I was saying was um, I missed all the shows where everybody got to do their poems, you know. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't miss them, but I didn't get to, you know, really participate in class and everything. And I'm not about to do a poem, but I am going to do a brief basic synopsis of who I am, and I got a little surprise in there that the Spirit blessed me with. So yeah. um, you give me like Four minutes. That's all it should take. Take all right? your time. I wrote it down. It's not a poem, but I wrote. It's not as good as Lance's poem and those guys, but I wrote it down. My mentor wrote. But here we go. <clears throat> Doctor Banks. My real name is Sean. Um, I was aware that I had spiritual abilities at the age of five. I come from a large family. I knew all my grandmothers, and I will acknowledge them now. Emma, who gave birth to Evelyn, and my grandmother Evelyn, who gave birth to my mother Yvonne, Alice, who gave birth to my grandmother Addie, who was my father's grandmother, I knew them all, Nathaniel Caesar Banks, my grandfather, his father was Robert Banks, Uh, Nathaniel Small from South Carolina is my grandfather as well, but Smokey Mason from North Carolina is the mm. one that always steps to the front for me. Yeah. He is the one I resemble the most. He is the one I'm the most like, and that's my guy. Um, he's the one that came through to you the first time. Yes, <laughs> you, uh, I know Smokey. I know Smokey. Yeah, you know Smokey. You know Smokey, too. <laughs> so every time I go into my meditations, they all greet me, or most of them, or some of them. I wrote my first poem when I was 13. For my friend Anita L. Dickens, who died in Paris from meningitis. And soon after that, I wrote my first song. Uh, and I even wrote the origin story of the universe. It was quite accurate. As I got older, I found out I was quite accurate. At the age of 15, I was a football star in high school. But the real thing that happened was I started singing in all the talent shows. Um, when Will I See You Smile Again was the first song I ever performed. And after that, I performed in every show. I got my first production deal when I was 22. I fell in love for the first time when I was 22. We're still friends to this day. But I met Bobby Hemet for the first time in Baltimore in 1996. And I've never been the same after that. For after that, Beautiful. I would say I was accelerated. And I started really, the seeds that were planted in me, by Coach Isaiah Hemphill when I was 14, had become trees. And my big brother Mo used to take me to see 
John Henry Clark and Dr. Karanga and a lot of powerful people. And one of them was, was Bobby Hemet. And after that, in 2007 and eight, everything changed because, um, you know, my music career where I worked with Jay-Z, Kanye, Drew Hill, even discovered a couple artists, Black Butterfly, put them on. I was a Def Jam man. Kevin Lyles is my hero. He basically showed me the world. Working with Russell Simmons, he showed me myself. He showed me who I could be because he was the epicenter of all these different things that were going on, and he was the reason behind a lot of people going to the next level, Puffy, Jay, a whole lot of people. And I saw that in myself. So I did many things in my city, big things, but still always never stop seeking the next level. So it's been a 27-year mission where I'm from a city called Baltimore where artists become hot, but you never hear of them because they get shot and they die mm. before they come out. And this is really what happens. So I've been working on that. I'm about there. I scored my first film for life in 2007 at Jamie's Fox's house. That was amazing. Fox is amazing. He's an amazing human being. But my second film that I co-wrote and produced was called LUV, which starred my brother for life. That film gave me some best friends for life. Um, yeah. and Tom. Common. And starred Megan Good and Best Danny Glover. Yes, sir. Um, he's doing well. I will tell him y'all send it your love. Um, the, the funniest thing about that movie was I discovered a little actor who is now Tyreek from the movie Power. And the thing that I always talk to his mother about is how people hate Tariq in the show Power. And I will admit I don't really watch Power, but apparently people hate him because whenever I talk about him, they say, oh, that's that guy I don't like. And I'd be like, but that's a character. You know, he's a real person. His real name is Michael Rainey Jr., and he's a genius. He's a great guy. Stop disliking him for real. But the thing <laughs> that I want to bring to the table for the first time, and it's inspired by an interview I saw with uh, Karis One and Nick Cannon, and I want to share with the Remix family and the self-invested family and everyone that I am a king. I know I was a king in a former life because Miss Blue told me, and we broke it all down, and there were so many breadcrumb clues that I had left myself yeah. that it was amazing. And um, I won't tell you what I was the king of or where I was the king because that's none of your business. <laughs> that's between me and my sister. But the point is, I love my people then, and I love my people now, even when they don't. So the future is bright, and the future is love. This is my bio. But the Sean Banks part of it, you just got it. The biggest thing of all is in 2008, when my world was shifting, I literally prayed you know, being an old usher from, you know, first of all, I was, I've been praying a lot through my years, but I had learned how to really talk to God and the highest spirit of myself. So I really wasn't praying at that time, but something compelled me to do it. And what happened was after that, I met Miss Blue. I met Brother Balai. And that is how I'm here through self-invested, through the remix, which I've been listening to, 
since 2009, the remix. And I've been self-invested since 2014, that was the first year, I think. Mm, yeah. Um, um, but everything has been a culmination of who I am. I can't go anywhere in the world and say who I am without explaining that I am a remix. I'm a planet remix person. They won't even know what that means. I'm self-invested. They won't know what that means, and they don't need to. But that is what you see before you. That is where I come from. That is my biography. So, pleasure to meet you. (laughs) Wonderful. And um, he's being modest, you guys. He's left out a whole lot of things. But uh, (laughs) that gives you the gist of understanding some more about Dr. Banks. And um, truly, truly honored to have you here and a part of Planet Remix Radio and to be able to share your knowledge and wisdom and insight with us, you know, because we all come from so many different walks of life and all things are so valuable. And uh, so it is a pleasure, yeah, uh uh-huh, you know, for you to come on and just so everyone can understand a little bit more about the backstory is that this year in self-invested, we started with the principles. So these are the principles that we actually started self-invested with this year. Mm. We started with these principles and, um, how this story sort of kind of unfolded itself because these are principles that, well, I'm going to, we're going to kind of walk our way through it. I don't want to give it all away. We'll, we'll, (laughs) we'll start to talk about it and um, walk our way through. Um, But I want to talk to you, Dr. Banks, and I want to ask in your words, what Mm -hmm. exactly are principles? What are principles? Thank you. Because before we break them down and explain them, you should know what they're for. We want you to know what principles are for and what principles are designed to do. Principles are designed to give you the solidarity to start. Okay? And I must hold on for a second right there because even in the word principle, it's the primary, it's the first, mm. you know. And so um, in business terms, you can define it many different ways. But the thing is, you should not start anything until, until you have the principles as the foundation. You shouldn't start a relationship until you have communicated with this person. What are your guiding foundational principles? And even if you haven't written them down, you have some. Take your time and just think about it. Because like we used to say around the way, man, he owed me $10. Okay, great. Shoot him and kill him for $10. It wasn't for $10. It was for the principalities, right? That's what they say. It was the principles. (laughs) The the principles, yeah. Yeah. It was the principle. It wasn't the $10 because my best friend, Chamel, went to jail for attempting to shoot someone for $700. And I'm thinking, $700? Come on, man. 
It cost the lawyer cost twenty thousand dollars, right? It cost him a year of his life. He'll never get back. But what he was saying was he stole from me. See, he was living by principles, and he didn't even think about that. So mm-hmm. we all have these guided, un, you know, subconscious principles, and it would be best if you took the time and learned what our principles actually designed for so you can replace your bad ones with excellent ones, and you can take your excellent ones and make them great. And have a great outcome. So wow. the second, yeah. the second thing for principles is this. This is what principles are designed to do. Once you get started, they help you chart your course. Meaning, mm-hmm. now you started, but how do you know if you're on the right course to the destination where you want to go? So, so true. the sun is how we know different directions. So let me tell a quick story why you need, you know, what you can use principles for. So well, in a moment. And, mm-hmm. and as you're telling that story, I just want to interject here because this is so good. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things I want you guys to think about and Dr. Banks, I want you to expand on is what mm-hmm. are we without principles? Well, you are, I would say lawless, um, lost, and you definitely aren't clear. You don't have clarity. So, you know, one of the things I say principles do is they it's addition by subtraction. You know, that was mm-hmm. the last point I was going to make. It's addition by subtraction. So like I tell artists, you know, in the studio, what makes you a star sometimes is not going to be the songs you pick or the tracks you do. It's going to be the ones you don't do that's going to mm. make you say, Hey, that was an excellent decision. And how do you know? Because every artist will tell you, nah, that, that's not me. That's not me. So artists who say that, nah, that's not me, I know they've taken the time to sit down and decide, who am I? That's why I say it's right. a decision by subtraction. So because yeah. you know this is one of my principles, I'm not going to give this person a bad contract that goes against my or compromise. Oh, I'm not going to compromise because I am a certain way. I have various principles that I live by. I'm not going to go out here doing committing crimes. That's not part of who I am. Now, some people love committing crimes. That's the foundation of their principles. That's why they are successful with it because they good at it because they love it. And, um, you know, so, you know, that's wow. how I would definitely, you know, portray that. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to dive into the principles and begin mm-hmm. to talk about them. I want to take a step back here because I, I want to ask you, what have your reaction what has your reactions been from people right mm-hmm. when you share the principles well that's my favorite, well, that's part. favorite um, part um mm-hmm. you can hear me good right? Hear me good right yeah yeah just stay close okay yeah. okay i'm close i'm close um <laughs> um 
The favorite thing. Yeah, I, 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 I want to, you know, because the main thing I want to do is I want to know what people's reactions are like when you start breaking down and sharing these principles, you know, like, are they shook? You know, like, uh, you know, I I want you to talk about it. Like you've embraced these principles, you've used them. We use them in self-invested, many of us, but what has been the overall reaction from people who are outside of, um, outside of the remix, outside of self-invested, you know, take us to that. How old are they? You know, what do they do? Tell us about their life and, you know, what happens when you oh, share man. these principles? This is a great question. So first I'm going to answer your question directly, and then I'll go a little bit into it. So okay. women always <laughs> be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um. And they always like, wow, you know, that's that's deep, you know, like, you know, they identify with one of them and they say, yeah, I live like that. I believe in that one. That's how I live. And the fact that we took the time to, you know, com- compose with one place is very impactful and very powerful. Um, and my attorney that I'm real close with, um, Nicole, she's worked with everybody. Everybody, and so you know, she lives in a law and language, and so I shared my principles with her. You know, when we first made them, it was like about six years ago at this time. Yeah, it was, that was definitely 2014. Um, and literally, it was like, wow, I've never seen anything like this. I'm in, and I wasn't even trying to recruit her or anything. I was just wow. Yeah, you're kind of you're oh. kind of breaking up a little bit there, just a little bit. Mm. You're kind of breaking up. I want to make. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear? Okay, yeah, it's just kind of breaking up, just a little bit. All right, let me see. Oh, give me a minute. I'm gonna try Doctor Banks, everyone. <laughs> like Vicky Small said. You know, you try to get, you move to another house, but the wife, but the phone service is not as good. <laughs> <laughs> do I sound now? Can do I sound better? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I'm basically, I got to go stand outside in the backyard for the phone to sound great. But um, hopefully, it's fine. I don't mind standing. It's love. So, where did I leave off? Oh. So I shared the principle with Nicole, and she she was like, I'm in, which kind of was the first person that I really, you know, kind of was going to, wanted to see how she reacted myself. But after that, um, with guys, it's sort of like it has a different effect. It has a whole different effect. They get quiet, and they like, mm-hmm, mm, yeah, yeah. And they get real reflective. And they start visual. It's almost like they visualize it as I'm saying them, and I say, "So what you think?" And they're like, "Bro, I'm using all of these." Um, so it's a settling factor. It's like a, I guess it's almost like for me, you know, I'll give you an example. One thing that you say all the time is love is the only thing that's real. One thing Brother Bilal says all the time is 
No matter what, it all works in our favor. Now, I believe in both of those things all my life, but I never heard anybody put it in one phrase that I could just use. By that, by me putting all of these principles and phrases together in a nice, simple, neat thought process, it has a calming, foundational, anchoring effect. And that's how I feel. That's what I've seen the principles do. And now I tell everybody, if you're going to work with me, I need you to read these principles and I need you to understand them. And I'm talking about I've given them to millionaires, billionaires, and rappers, (laughs) and it has the same effect. (laughs) So I'm very uh, happy we have them. Yeah. 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 They, They definitely do bring a whole lot of substance to the table. And I know we're going to dive into them and and really begin to start talking about the principles. But I want to share this with everyone as we continue to go through this. In self-invested, and we'll tell you some of the process, what the assignment was once they got a hold of all of the principles, um, what needed to be done with them so that you could just not have them as some words. And you guys, you don't want to know, like Dr. Banks, literally, I want you to talk about how you came up with this these principles because these mm-hmm. were principles we used in self-invested. It was an assignment given to Dr. Banks. But I want you to kind of take us through as we go through each one of the principles here. And mm-hmm. it's eight of them. And talk about, you know, how they came to life. You know, these are real life stories. These are not some things that we are just pulling out of the bag that is just, you know, coming from other people's experiences. Uh, These are some really, really divine principles, some real divine magic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So so, so, first I got to take you all the way back to 2013. Okay. Um, (laughs) I now remember that's when Self Investor started, 2013. That's right. Am I correct? And this is a good place. Yeah. A good place yeah. to ring the bell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just remember, I know it started in 2013 because that's the last time. I, I know that's exactly what happened. So, what happened is, in Self Investor, and no matter where you are right now, you're listening to the remix, and that's pretty much what you do. You may have been listening to the remix for three days, three weeks, or three years. Listen to me. I am a living product of the remix and self-invested. So in 2013, all I care about really and truly outside of listening to the remix is the Ravens, okay? You know, we just want to spoil, <laughs> and I'm coming back from New Orleans, my kids, my wife, you know, my family, my city. That's pretty much where I'm at. And then I start hearing yeah, we're going to do this class. It's going to be different. It's going to be the remix. So I get right in. I hit this blue like, look, I'm ready. What's good? You know what we got to do? In the first class, <laughs> the first thing she did was like, she let everybody, she unmuted the whole, I don't even know how many people, but it's like 100 people. She let everybody say, I'm self-invested. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we would all do it. So you could hear all these people, I'm self-invested. And the thing that blew my mind, I was like, yo, 
Miss Blue is really on here. Like, that's the thing that messed me up. Like, wow, I'm on the phone with Miss Blue right now. It's not the remix. I'm kind of six and whatever, put my hand up. And I can ask her anything. She says, do anybody have any questions? I said, yeah, what is it that you think you're going to get from this class? And she yes. said, we'll get, we'll get to that, right? And so that's <laughs> what I got from the class, everything. Mm. That's what I got from the class. We learned that to better. We learned we was doing old Egyptian plays. and I mean, this stuff was deeper than deep colors, color science. The glove was dropping that stuff. I had no idea. But the biggest thing I learned is time I'm a master manifester, even by mistake, before I even got the knowledge to do it on a regular basis. But right. we took the money class, which I think, and you said yeah. to me, and I'm going to bring this back right now. I'm not going to get into it right now. But this I'll, is I'm what I was, one, one thing I want to jump in because you're kind of um... – Breaking up a little bit. Make sure you have everything else closed out on your phone. Um, because I, everybody wants to hear. They are going insane over here on me to make sure that you are clear. <laughs> and uh, they want to make sure that they can. Godfrey, make me go and get in my car and drive to another location, which I know that's what I need to do. Oh. Well, let's see. Let's just see. Let's just see. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep talking, but I'm putting my little uh, slippers on. <laughs> Y'all come with me because this is too important. And I know I'm down here in this house in this valley. So as long as you tell me, I'm going to talk slow. Okay. I'm buying a little. Are you so, still there? Yeah, because you're kind of breaking. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. One so, second. so that's on. fine. Okay. While you're doing that, we're gonna listen to some listen to some yeah. vibes. Um, while you get situated, and then, um, yeah, we're gonna continue here live on Planet Remix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it, you guys. We're gonna listen to some vibes here. Listen to some good vibes. Okay. All right. We're going to listen to some vibes. Let's let's listen to some vibes. How's everybody doing? We're all doing doing well, doing good. Mhm. Yeah, we'll we'll listen to some listen to some music here as we um just continue on Planet Remix until Dr. Banks come back. Yeah, we got that solstice energy, um, that full moon, that lunar eclipse energy. What a great time to think about our principles. And that's something we want all of you to do, to think about that, to think about some principles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of things that are going on. And we did get your email, so it's a lot happening in the world. A lot that's going on right now. But most importantly is that you are present, that you are here, 
and that you are in this moment. Because remember, we are creating not just our today, our tomorrow. We're creating years and years and years, eons ahead of ourselves here. And so, especially those of us who are in America, and we are coming up on that energy of 4th of July, you know, this is the day of independence. We are literally in a four, five hundred cycle, year cycle, hundred year cycle of a lot of things that are happening of a lot of things that are going on. And so, so much is ending. So much is dying. It's, it's like the whole planet and the energy of those things are spiraling out of control. Spiraling. But they're not spiraling out of control. They're spiraling to an end. And now that we've stepped into this new place, this new world, so many things are going to happen. I was reading an article just the other day, and we're just waiting on Dr. Banks to get himself situated and come back on. But I was reading right, an I'm article. Good you good? Okay. That should be great. So we're not going to get into that article just yet, but we will. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. I had to get I had to get out of my, my house is in the valley now, so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. But That's okay. everything is good. Everything is good. <laughs> I got all my bars. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love the bars. We love bars. We yeah. love bars here. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, let me go back. I was talking about 2013, and yes. I was getting excited, and my energy might have been zapping out the phone. But what I was excited about was, it was when we did the money kit, and your question to us was, whose job is it to pay you, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And you also asked us, what are some of the language, internal language that you are speaking to yourself about money? And it caused me to realize that my number one term to myself was, oh, man, you know, it's feast of famine. I literally was saying that like it was some kind of badge of honor because that's right. how they train you. That's how they train you. In my business, you know, in the, in the music business, it's like you either got a couple hundred thousand or something and you're waiting for some checks, or it's been six months and you've been balled out and you down to your last $2,500 and you're like, man, you checking the mailbox every day. You know what time the mail lady come and all of that. <laughs> and yeah. that's when I realized, or oh, y'all helped me realize, that's not the right word. The word is abundant. And I changed my word at that time to abundance. And so, like I say now, I'm looking and I'm like, wow, here's this wealth tool that has appeared at the perfect yeah. time, yet you got all these people, these magical people who talking about, I don't know about that. So, you know, I, I ain't going to talk about that right now. That's another subject. <laughs> but the point is this. 
The point is this. We read a book called The Medici Effect. And the Medi- as a group, the Medici class, Effect. The Medici, yeah, the Medici yeah, the Effect. Medici. Yeah. The Medici Effect. And it was effect. all about, yes, it was all about how all innovative things, all innovations come from a, a, a cooperation process called fusion. Now, yeah. in 2013, when we were reading that, I had no idea what the fusion would become. And I will tell you that the fusion became the principles in, in high mm. because I was learning all these things about colors, numbers, letters, um, uh, Metunetta, um, the, 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 the masters were coming on the, the classes teaching us about herbs and gemstones. And I mean, it was just amazing. Like all the different people that we were exposed to in, over those months and months. And then as I was beginning to be asked, we had assignments and then we would ask certain questions. And over time, I kind of start knowing the answers really when I didn't know the answers. You know what I mean? I'm like, how did I know that? Yeah. You know, because the spirit, it knows. It's your mind that you are trying to um, curtail, if you will. So yeah. at a certain point, I never forget this. Brother Bilal asked me a question. We had started conversating because he did a reading for me. And when he did my reading, he was like, oh, man, you know, you, you're kind of different. You got a good lineup. Of course, I didn't know what any of that meant back then. I just felt like here's a brother that I, that I look up to, and I, I love his knowledge, you know, being a lover of knowledge myself. I just still am amazed that I'm on the phone with Miss Blue and Brother Milan, you know. And I'm just like, always give homage to my big brother, my big sister. And he asked me a question and I knew the answer. And he said, that's it. You got it. And so I went from a guy, a Madden playing, you know, hanging out round away, just chilling with my kids, kind of on hiatus from the music business, kind of tired, burned up to literally talking to Miss Blue and, um, uh, Brother Wayne Chandler one night saying to myself, it's time for me to go to another level. What do I need to do? So from that moment on, Ms. Blue said, hey, you need to work with the moon. I've been working with the moon ever since. Things were happening. Things were accelerating. And then one day, out of clear blue sky, I don't know what it was. I have no idea. Brother Bilal always used to call me, be like, hey, 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 listen, go study the history of Haiti. Call me back. You know what I'm saying? And I'd be like, what? <laughs> You know, he just, you know, he, he never stopped. We, it, and I loved it. He never stopped challenging me to think higher. And Miss Blue was my checks and balance. I would think I know something. And Miss Blue would be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, 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 that's not it, you know. And from that process, from being willing to experience that process, one day he said to me, Hey, Banks. I said, yeah. He said, now, look, I want you to go and make some principles. I said, me? (laughs) You want me to do that? Um, Okay, I guess I could do it, you know, so I accept the challenge. And by then, I had become a master meditator. And that was a combination that started in 2008. In 2008, my best friend bought this book called The Master Key. And so it's a big-ass book, but I got it, and I was reading it. 
And in there, he talks about meditation uh, procedures, counting down from 100 to zero. And things. I even started reading it to my son, my son in his mother's womb. And I'll be damned if he ain't come out talking about he's from a different dimension. So we're going we to leave that alone right now. But y'all know how Ali is. So that was a key. Bobby Hemmick gave me a key. He gave me a different key. Meditate with soundtracks. Yeah, that worked good. Put the soundtracks on. Get under the music, you know. And I was like, I started doing that. Because once I would go on, prior to that, I would go on YouTube. And every person is supposed to teach how to meditate was all this fake I don't know what they was talking about. Uh, empty your mind and uh, visualize nothing. The zeroness of everything. I'm like, nah, that ain't meditation. But the real training ground was all those spiritual, um, those spirit guides. I mean, the spirit quests you were doing, the guided mm. meditations, the spirit quests. I can literally almost tell you all of them. The one where we had to like shine bright like a diamond and went and got our spiritual name. The one where we went to the, the, you know, I listen, I know them all, right? My favorite one is the Archangel Archangel Michael one. That's the one I like to share with people. But those guided meditations, they were like practice, you know, because you were like guidance. I could just go along. And we had some very, very dynamic guided meditations with you. We even went to our own. You let us go to the records with you, and we all had our own desks and everything. That was that. That was self-invested, I think. But yeah, that was in Listen, guys. Yeah, yeah. So we have been some places with Miss Blue. Let me tell y'all. And um, so I knew I could do it. It was just I needed to figure out how. So the first thing I did, because by then I was definitely meditating on a high level, meaning I was traveling the planets. I was doing all kinds of things. And so he gave me this mission. So the first thing I did was I knew that somehow, I won't say somehow, I'll say the spirit. I knew that um my grandmother, Emma, was going to help me do this. So when I went in to the meditation, when I came out, I had a list of words. I wrote them down. I kind of mildly knew what they were going to be. Then I sent them to Brother Balah. And this is when me and Brother Balah got extremely close. I wrote them on a pad. I sent them to him. He called me back about 10 minutes later. He said, "Uh uh-huh, this is it. These are the real ones. I'm like, okay, all right, how do you know? He was like, yeah, it spells the word dimension. I'm like, oh, oh, wow, that's deep, you know. And uh, But the thing that freaked me out was when he sent his, he rearranged them, and when he sent them back to me, his handwriting looked like exactly like mine. I'm like, wait a minute, am I reading my own writing? What's going on? So I was like, your handwriting and my handwriting are almost an identical match. How is wow. that possible? Wow. And, um... And it was like, yeah, you're right, you know? And that began our journey, like, yo, that's my guy. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get into that later when we was rolling in past lives together already, but Ms. Blue revealed that. But I had the principles. I knew what it was. And he immediately just started saying, okay, this one is actually Gemini. And this one, so he stopped putting what he does to them, uh, which is the – 
the Zodiac energy. And I was like, you know what, you're right. So then I originally just had the words. As I began to discover, well, what are the key to these principles? What are they founded on? What is the what is the actual, I would say, uh, directions, the things that you need to understand about each and how it can guide you? And I needed to put that in there. So that's when I began to flesh them out. And as I began to write them, all the lessons, all the classes, all the conversations with Miss Blue, with Brother Bala, um, the lectures of sitting in there with Bobby Hemmings, the lectures of listening to John Henry Clark, Dr. Ben Yokin, and uh, Dr. Ivan Van Sertema, on and on and on. All these um, lessons and relationships and knowledge, it just all start coming together. I just, it just, it just spit them out. And, you know, I ran them past, you know, myself first, and then I sent them to Brother Balai. He's a like, man, that's it. Sent them to Miss Blue. She was like, yeah. And immediately I knew that the artwork needed to be thought on the cut on the front. And then I put sacred geometry. All, I always attach each principle with a sacred geometrical shape. And trust and believe, Miss Blue can tell you, Brother Bala can tell you, but you, if you don't know me, I do not play around with visuals. That is my superpower because one of the other assignments I was given was I went and got the ancient name for the third eye, and I use it all day, every day. So that is, yeah, we (laughs) use it, right. Um, So that is how those principles were born, and I'm glad to tell it. You know, I'm glad to put it in the record right now with all of you here present and all of you that will listen to it later in the future. Um, so, yeah. yes, that's how yeah. it came to be. Beautiful. I want to say, Sajim Samajan, thank you for the Super Chat donation there. And uh, so I'm ready. If you are ready, we can get into going to the very first principle. Yeah. We are excited, and everyone is excited to hear them. So um, what is the first principle? Let's talk about that. The first principle is divine time. Mm. It had to be led with divine time, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Do you is. want me to read it, or were you going to read it? No, 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 no. I'm going to I'm gonna bring them oh, up. Okay. Yeah, I'll bring them up. So the first one is divine time, and this is with humidity. Um, humility. Uh, so I'm going to talk about them, and um, mm-hmm. yeah. then, then you'll expound on them. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. Principle number one, humility. Humility is the focus. No one person or idea is greater than another. We do it for the people, and we do it for the product, for the profit. The profit is the only one that can be right. 
everything happens when it is supposed to. It's only pride that makes us horse things. And the sign associated here is Leo. Humility. Which is actually divine time. Yeah. So, we know, we know. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that and in, in, in how that is. Yeah. Okay. Well, why humility is the key is this. I have been in numerous situations where I can't blame the person for being anxious, meaning you have been wanting to uh, be a, a successful artist for years, you've put all kinds of money out of your own money, and I'm here working at Def Jam, and it's my job to say whether you will get a deal or you will not. So people mm-hmm. say, I'm this, I'm that, I've done this, I've done that, and I know what I want to do, and I'd be like, how could you know what you want to do and you haven't even done anything? And they would say, oh, what do you mean? I'd be like, are you Tony Braxton? Are you Whitney Houston that somebody didn't tell me who is an established artist? Is that what you're telling me? No, you don't know what I've done. Yes, you did that in your hometown of Dallas. We're trying to take you to the world and the galaxy. You're not being humble. I understand you're anxious. You are no more important than the guy who hands out your CDs. You are not more important than the little engineer. You are a part of a system. You just get to be the one who stands on stage. And I've had to tell so many artists that I've had to try to make them understand that. And I I know it's hard. I know it's hard because you've been working so hard and you finally there and you think aggressiveness is how you're going to get through. No, because the thing is this. Everything happens when it is supposed to happen. And there is no big I. There is no little you. Everyone's opinions matter. And another thing I've noticed, the biggest artists in the world are some of the most Humble artists in the world. Oh yeah, you could you could see this. You could see it. You could see yeah. it through Michael Jackson, um, Jay Z. I don't know. Even mm-hmm. Kanye. A lot of people think yeah. Kanye is a yeah. ragged guy. He is humble, and he asks anybody in the room. He don't even care if you're just a janitor. He asks you what you think about this, yeah. you know, yeah. and which just blows people's mind. It's like. Oh, I didn't know you were like that. And even if you're a business owner, you must be humble because you never know who you are talking to. You never know. And you I, one of the things I was taught, you treat everybody like they the queen yeah. or the king because you don't know who they may be. I was in an elevator once with Russell, old white guy. We in the elevator. He ain't even dressed. I don't even know who, who this guy was. He, he wasn't particularly dressed well. He was bummy. This guy was Sam Walton. He owned Walmart. You know what wow. I mean? Like, Russell, like, mm-hmm. you know who that is? I'm like, not at all. You know, 
that's Sam Walton, you know, and it's crazy when you think about what makes a person decide, well, I'm not going to be humble. It's they're trying to make something happen. Again, we're in, we in a world where they actually condone this and they teach this. They think they got to force it to happen. That's yeah. being prideful. That's being prideful. That's not, that's the opposite of humility. And what you're going to, what's going to happen to you is like we have a statement now that I didn't have in 2013. I might have figured out a way to add it. But the internet is undefeated. You can think you are the greatest. You can Not think bad. you the best and, and your stuff don't stink. Ask Michael yeah. Jordan. They'd turn your ass into a meme instantly. <laughs> you know? So, oh, yeah. so no one is smarter than the people. And everything happens when it is time. Please be humble. Because yeah. for me personally, and I want to move on, if God would have, when I was about 19 years old, I by then I knew I could write songs. I knew that um I was pretty good at songwriting. And I just thought I was going to be the greatest songwriter. I literally used to say, yeah, you know, I can't wait to Stevie Wonder hears my songs. I know he's going to love them. You know what I mean? Because that was my goal. Yeah. I wanted to write some songs that Stevie Wonder would say, Man, those songs are great. And I was 19, and I knew I was going to do my thing. My first song didn't actually come out on an album. It was Drew Hill's album to, like, 2000. And it was, like, six, seven years later. If God had told me when I was 19, you're going to have to wait five years before you actually get your first song out, I probably would have passed out. I just knew it was going to be five days, five weeks. Never is going to be shorter than five months. But the divine timing of it was it was going to be when it was going to be. And I learned to be humble in the process, which did me well. I had to sleep in the studio. I had to sleep. I was pretty much living the life of a homeless person. So by the time I made it, Everybody was like, oh, this is great. Oh, man, you the man. And you know what? My answer was always the same. No, nah, man, you don't understand. It's not me. It's a whole bunch of people helping me. And that's where yeah. the humility comes from. The prophet right. is the only one that's right. Not that's you. Right. Not just you. It's the collective. Yeah, powerful. Divine time. Yeah. Let's go to the second principle. And this is going to bring us to innovation. So let's take a listen. Principle number two, innovation. The past, present, and future are all happening at the same time. Before you can innovate, you must educate yourself of what came before you and what is happening now all around you. Innovation. This is connected to Gemini. Oh, yeah. Innovation. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. 
Well, the first time I ever heard that phrase, the past, the present, and the future are all happening at the same time, it came from you. Mm -hmm. And when I heard you explain it, I was like, wow, that's so true. It's so deep. And then me being a real-life scientist, I study the, the sector of time travel and quantum physics. It's actually beyond quantum physics, actually. It's not quantum physics. They now call it something different. But I was yeah. studying time travel, and they were saying that if we knew how to fold time upon itself without getting on deep, because time never stops, like Brother Bala said. It's continuously yeah. moving forward. So the problem that we have right now with time travel is we know that we're at this place in time and we want to be at that place in time. So you have to fold time upon itself so that it can match where you want to be. You want to be behind it or you want to be ahead or, you know, whatever it is. We just don't know how to be in the right place that we want to be. And it's just a concept. But for the metaphysicians of, of the spiritual people such as me, I have time traveled, and I will. I don't have no qualms about saying that. But the thing is, Miss Blue, you time travel all the time. So <laughs> the past, the present, and the future are definitely continuously happening. So by me knowing that in a former life I was a king, um, and me understanding, you gave me the understanding of what had impacted me in that life that I was still per perpetrating in this life, coming back to earth again to learn that lesson. I ain't learned that time. Uh, that knowledge gave me the power to accelerate and have a quickening. And I changed my whole life because of that. Cause I was repeating the same things that you said, and that is what you did. And I'd be damned if I wasn't doing it again. It was probably really going to have to come back again in that same mission. But yes. because I now have that knowledge, I can create the future that I want moving forward from this point now so that when it comes to innovation, you must know what it was. You must know the historical dimensional factors of it like me knowing my grandparents gives me an advantage I looked yeah. my grandfather in the eye and I said wow that man is huge he's a huge black man and as I was a little boy and he passed in like 83 or 4 whatever but as I got bigger they would all say, God damn, boy, you look just like your granddaddy. And because I knew him, I took pride in that. I was like, yeah, I sure do. You know what I mean? And that propelled me forward. And so like Billy Murphy, who was a well-known lawyer and a judge, we were riding in the car one night, and I was summing up with this. And now I'm a musician. By this time, I have platinum plaques. I've worked on albums. You know, this is like 2009 or 10. I done walked Kanye through his office. They all like, wow, Billy Murphy, you know, famous people all in the world. Matter of fact, the car we were in used to be Michael <laughs> Jordan's car, I believe. Wow. And B Billy Murphy asked me, he said, um, 
man, what's the most money you ever made, uh, you know, at one time? And so I was like, yeah, like 350000 He gave me this number. He said, you call my lady at the bank. Um, I'm going to get you set up. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, so me and him are very close. But then he said, we're listening to jazz music. And he knows everybody playing in the song. And if you know anything about jazz music, there's nobody singing. Mm-hmm. It's just instruments. I'm like, how right. do you know that, that that's that guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, that's how he plays. I know his style. And I'm blown away because I'm sitting there saying, well, you know, yeah, that's good for jazz. But, you know, I took a piano class when I first started learning. I taught myself how to play the piano. So then when I took a class, yeah, I cut that out, man, because they was going to mess up my vibe. And he damn near stopped the car, but he didn't because he was on the highway. He was like, what you say? <laughs> I said, yeah, man, I ain't want that teacher messing up my vibe. You know, hip-hop is different. You know, I'm a hip-hop guy. You know, see, for jazz, you know, y'all got to know all of that stuff because you need to know the theory and all of that. He was like, all I'm going to tell you is this. Before you innovate, you must educate. You must be <laughs> educated of what came before you or how you mm-hmm. going to make something new in the future, and you don't even understand the past. Right. And guess right. what? I, I was like, oh, yeah, that make a lot of sense. So when you yeah. said the past, the present, and the future all happening at the same time, of course, that's, that's a very deep metaphysical understanding, but it all connected for me. And that's how I knew what the secret to innovation is. And that's yeah. what innovation is. So innovate, uh-huh. y'all. Go learn. As a matter of fact, when... These things happen, like coronavirus, like uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, George Floyd. Do you know why we as a collective, the Remix family, we don't flinch? Do you know why? Because we was already talking about these sort of things probably two to three years earlier. Yes. So we are always four, five, six, seven years in the future. Yeah. And this is how yeah. it happened. Yeah. And thank, thank you. So true. I, I I love this innovation and just this energy and, and like you said, this principle being so important because the past, the present and the future is all happening at the same time. Because the thoughts you're thinking today is creating your tomorrow. And it's based on what you have taken from the past. You cannot separate none of it. You can't separate your future. You can't separate your past. You can't separate what's going on now. But what you can do is you can become innovative. You can become creative, right, in the moment and know that energy goes where thought flows. And that's how you keep things in motion. That's how you move your energy. All of these things, and like you touched on earlier, Dr. Banks, speaks to the scientists in all of us. Remember, these are modern terms, really, at the 21st century that we have come into. Our ancestors just understood this as a way of being. And so they understood that. My action today will create my tomorrow, and ultimately, it can affect my past. 
So embody that one. Embody it. I love it. That was an amazing story and an amazing share for that principle. So now we're going to go on to the next principle, and we're going to move on to movement. And here we go. Principle number three, movement. (laughs) Movement. Silence is golden, and it must precede motion. Don't talk. Be about it, no matter what it is. That's movement, and the sign connected is Scorpio. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about movement, which is what everybody wants, right? They want some movement Mm. in their life. (laughs) That's right. Um, You are playing the perfect songs under these because... Let me say a little bit of this. Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Have no fear for atomic energy. Because none of them can stop at the time. You understand? (laughs) We. That's what Bob Marley was saying trying to say Mm. the Haitian revolution was using this principle Bukmandati and his queen gathered a number of fellow let's just call them oppressed Mm. their brothers Mm. and sisters They gathered, they prayed, they planned, they strategized, but they had a code. It was very simple. Y'all don't need to know when this goddamn revolution going to start. We going to fucking tell you when. And when Mm. I say when, that's when you go. That's why it was successful. If it's anything I want us to understand and get into at this time, which at this time, when this principle was created, it had meaning, of course, but it has a lot of meaning now. Oh, yeah. Movement. You really want to have a movement. Yeah. People, shut your damn mouth and just do it concept I don't understand is, and I was sharing this with my son earlier, if you asking somebody for freedom, even if they give it to you, so-called, you still ain't free. Because right. if they gave it to you, it can be taken back. Right, right. How the hell are you asking for something that's either yours already or it's being challenged and what you do is you stand up and make sure that they don't challenge you again. 
Now, strategy is important to existence. But when you want to create movement, guess what? Silence is the key. Silence is golden. It must precede motion. Stop just feeling it and running and doing things. Sit your ass down. Think about it. Mm-hmm. It's a law. It's a hermetic law. Vibration. That's right. Sit down. Sit down. Don't do anything. Even with money. I had to learn that. When you get money, don't spend it. Just chill with it for a couple of days. Look at it in your bank account. Let it sit there. It'll start talking to you. The right things will come. One habit I started doing, because I like to shop. I like clothes. Yeah. One habit I started practicing was I would make the cart. I would put everything in the cart I want, and then I would look at it and be like, God damn, I don't really need to spend that kind of money. So then I start editing the cart. Oh, let me take this out. Let me take that out. Let me take this out. Let me take that out. <laughs> and I'm sitting there for an hour trying to get it under a certain number, a whole hour now, and then it's not even getting close. I think I won all of this. So then I started leaving the carts for two days. Then I come back and edit a little more. And guess what I bought, Miss Blue? Mm. Nothing. After a couple of days, I would realize you don't need any of that crap. Don't buy it. And after I started doing that and doing that through this quarantine, I probably saved about $10,000 not buying things, sitting still and not doing anything, just thinking about it. Like, you know, I don't need to do that. And when it came time for us to get my daughter some clothes, I used that same method and I did it. And and we said, okay, yeah, this is what we want. And then I let my wife edit it. And she said, all right, this is what we need. (laughs) (laughs) And then we bought it. (laughs) <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right, right. And and so and I wanted to use a, a happy example just to show you I didn't want to get all heavy about motions and stuff the movements that's going on. I don't you know but just something as simple as that. Don't do anything until you sit in silence and think about ponder it. I always say people spend more time trying to figure out what what car they're gonna buy than they do what person they're going to get in a relationship with. Does this person have the same beliefs as I do about raising kids? Does this person, are they on the same mental and physical, spiritual plane as I am, at least close? No. Oh, she look good, man. Yeah, that's my girl. That's my new girl. No, man, that's a bad decision. Oh, he looks so good. He's so caring. Yep, that's a that's an abusive relationship waiting to happen. Take your time and sit still and think. And now when it comes to doing things like businesses or big decisions in your life, shut up. Stop asking your mama, your sister, your brother, your cousin. By the time you get finished asking 10 people, you're going to have 10 different ideas about whether you should or whether you shouldn't. (laughs) You should be mature enough to know what you really want to do. It should be linked up to your heart, not someone else's. Mm -hmm. The answer Mm -hmm. is within. 
And you can only hear your internal voice when you clear all those other voices out. Silence is the key to any movement, no matter what it is. And when you figure out what you're going to do, don't look back. Be about it. Execute it. Do it. Complete the task. Yeah. Powerful. The reason we still marching and protesting and all this stuff, because we did not have a complete plan. We never do. We get on TV or Instagram, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get guns, we're going to get our own banking system, and we're going to do that. Uh, this is when we're going to do it. And they sit there right there. Okay, so they're going to get guns, they're going to get a banking system, they're going to get... Yep, yeah. yeah. all right. Make sure they don't do none of that. <laughs> Just do it. Don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Be about it. Yeah. Got that wow. from my grandmama. I love it. I love it. Mm, movement. That's going to bring us to the next principle. Here we go. Equilibrium. From the streets to the suites, there must always be a balanced approach to everything. All are one. There are no big eyes and no little U's. Libras is the sign connected here. Equilibrium. Yeah. Equilibrium. This is going to be short and sweet because if you don't understand this by now, we ain't get ready to be wasting a whole lot of time talking to you. You don't want to understand it. You must have a balanced approach. The hoodlum needs to be heard just as well as the scholar. Yes. The mother needs to have her input in the child, in the rearing of the child, as well as the father. If you want a complete child. If the mother's not around, the father's not around, there is a substitute. There is a satisfying substitute. They are there. But your balanced approach, if you had a balanced approach to everything, your life would now have purpose, direction, because it would be impossible for it not to. Meaning, I'll use stocks and then we'll leave it alone. Mm. There are stocks, which a lot of people are afraid to get into because they don't trust them. They don't understand them. But in stocks, there's something called options trading, which you have calls and puts. You're basically selling positions. And when you do options trading, there's something called a spread. And what the spread does is it allows you, if you think the stock is going to drop, you can still make money. You put in a position with the proper spread, and if it does it in the time frame you banking on, you're going to make money. But mm-hmm. let's say it doesn't. You also put in some calls. You also put in the counterweight to you thinking it was going down so that you can have a balanced position that if it does the opposite, you won't lose all your money. Mm-hmm. Thought about it from the ground floor to the ceiling. And you must do things with the proper 
balance because equilibrium is not even balanced. Equilibrium is equilibrium. It is how you know which way is up. So you always know what direction you are supposed to be heading in. And mm. all are one. There's no big eyes and there's no little U's, which means we all have something to bring to the conversation, to the table, no matter how you look, no matter who you like. Everything is valuable because it's coming from someone else's angle or angel or perspective. If you dismiss it or you discount it, now you lack the knowledge. And that is what I call, which I despise, which is called willful ignorance. Mm. (laughs) When you think think the only way we're going to advance is if we leave it up to a certain group of people and exclude another group of people, you are going to never do anything because you don't have a balanced approach. That is called willful ignorance, and ignorance just means not knowing, which is the complete opposite of knowing, which leads to understanding, which leads to wisdom. So if you want to be wise in life, live by some equilibrium. Thank you. Yeah, from the streets to the suites. And um, I do want to interject here and thank you to Random Brand for that super chat donation. Now, this is going to bring us to the next one. Mm, Yeah, this is good. This one is good. All of them are powerful. So here we go. Let's listen. The next principle is constant growth. Constant growth. Evolve or cease to be. Never stop moving forward. Inward and outward. And the sign connected here is Sagittarius. Constant growth. Hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about constant growth. Something that while growing up on Earth, we're all here experiencing, but let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Anything that is not growing is either dead, I have to add something, it's either dead or dormant. And the the word dormant is so used to being a doormat, <laughs> in my brother mm. Bilal, uh, ex, uh impersonation, uh, just jumped out at me. Being dormant or dead, it's like saying, I'm a doormat. I'm going to let you walk all over me. Yeah. Simply because I refuse to grow and expand. And how do you grow? See, that's the thing. People too prideful to ask questions. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Brother Banks, how do I grow? I mean, it seems like something everybody knows, 
But I can give you so much proof that ain't nobody growing like they think they're growing. You don't believe me? <laughs> it's 2020. Let's go on everybody's Instagram and go look at their posts from 2015. The same exact information. The same exact question. The same exact responses to the same exact things happen. You have this term that I love in a circle jerk. Yeah, the how circle they, jerk. How we, yeah, how we still reacting the same way to the same thing after all this time. It's because you are hypnotized. You are hypnotized and you are what a lot of scholars have said. We are dead. And they only mean we're not growing. Yeah. If yeah. if and I can prove it. Listen, if we still doing certain things in twenty twenty, that Marcus Garvey, Elijah Muhammad, Master Farah Muhammad, Noble Drew Ali, we can go all the way back to goddamn Moses if you want to bring up the Bible, was doing, then have we really grown? It's like the brother James Baldwin said, my grandfather was fighting for it. My great-grandfather was fighting for it. My father yeah. fought for it. So we, when are we going to get, what's, how long are we going to give you for some progress? You keep on saying, well, are we going to get it together? We have to grow to the point. I can't wait until we grow to the point where some of these things that are being pushed on us, we don't even flinch. We don't even we already have so much advancement that it does not bother us. And we know how to respond. I am not the same this evening on this call that I was in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, or 2019. Or last month, I never stopped growing. I am not the same person. I do not think all the same things I thought yesterday because I'm always seeking another level. When I had to sit down and think about what is it that I want to say tonight, it's a new principle on here. The principles are growing. They're not dead. They are alive because as we are experiencing them, and testing them and standing on them, they are giving birth to new ones. And that is the that is God in living in its purpose. Be fruitful, multiply. If you're not growing inside yourself, moving forward, just like time, then you really not God. You don't know what God is. You are a self. In the body of the eternal being of the creator, you are the little speck, the little light, or they say the spark. It's nothing you can't do, but you got to grow. You got to be willing to, even a little leaf digs through the dirt and the soil to get to that sunlight. The sun don't come under the ground. You got to grow up to the sky. And become a beautiful flower. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Never stop growing. That's right. Powerful. I love it. Mm-hmm. And that brings us 
to the next principle. Ooh, I love this one. Mm-hmm. Originality. There is no competition. Appease the ego through discipline, preparation, and work. Originality. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's you a big that one. one. <laughs> yeah, you hit that one with that Michael Jackson. Oh, you did that one right there. You the best DJ, man. Listen, <laughs> of course, there's very few people that are more original than Michael Jackson. The crazy thing is, I just watched this lady who made some kind of tribute, uh, mm-hmm. and she had all these un never before seen clips of Michael Jackson as a little boy. It was amazing. Um, but originality, Miss Blue, this one is 100%. I was thinking about you the whole time because I've done a lot of work. I've watched movies. I've listened to a lot of lectures. And I hear a lot of speakers say, the ego, the ego, the ego, the ego, right? You were the first person we were on the phone one day, and you said to me, uh-uh, uh-uh, the ego has a purpose. It's not bad. In the world, they want you to think that the ego is bad. Can you just touch a little bit on the function that the ego uh, functions, that the ego provides? Yeah. About accusing or excusing. Yeah. The ego really does one or two things for you. It either accuses or excuses. But the purpose of the ego, really, Dr. Banks, it kind of takes us back to constant growth. The Mm. ego is there to provide assistance to are you constantly growing? Wow. And what part of yourself are you growing? What part of yourself are you feeding? You know, there's a saying Mm. that, around for a long time when they say ego is edging God out. You know, you are taking your higher self and you are moving that part of yourself out. Remember the ego, a part of the ego is to keep your connection to people, places, and things in this reality. It serves a purpose because without an ego, you would not get up in the morning. Without an ego, you would not put clothes on. Without an ego, you would not accomplish the things that you need. But the ego serves as a supporting mechanism. It is a part of the personality that really is echoing a lot of the traumas of the soul. Mm. And when you grow from that... Can you grow from what your ego is showing you about you? Because these will be things that really is moving the real you out of the way. That's why they always talk about letting the ego, when the ego takes over, you know, it's going to do one or two things. Your ego is either going to accuse you, say it's your fault, or it's going to excuse you and say it don't have nothing to do with you. 
That's what the ego does. It takes two sides. It is truly where the concept of the devil and God lives. It's accusing or excusing. And the whole point of that is to really be able to activate your higher consciousness, to be one, uh, to behold, and to understand that the ego is there to give you those nudges. The ego is there to give you that reminder and to give you motivation. Keyword, not inspiration, motivation. Motivation. That's right, because motivation is temporary. Inspiration Mm -hmm. comes from the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so inspiration is motivation in movement. And that's what you want. You want the ego to begin to follow the higher self, not the other way around. Oh, you were not oh, man, the listen. other way around. Yeah. You, when the you ego just made fall- me. Oh, did I? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because it's good. <laughs> no, no, no. Finish that. No, finish that last statement. Go ahead. I was going to say when the ego leads, there is no originality. Because mm. remember, the ego connects to people, places, and things. This is where our beliefs lie. And I know we go so hard on what you believe, but that is where your ego is thriving on what you believe because your beliefs are things that were given to you. They were things you were indoctrinated into. They were things that your mama told you, your daddy told you. Not necessarily wrong or right, but it is connected to the ego. Mm -hmm. What you know for sure is connected to your higher self. You can't be moved off of that. But the ego, the ego will have you turning into an alter ego. That's how it happens. That's how you become Mm -hmm. the alter ego. There is no originality when you are living from the space of the ego. America's ego is on display for the world. Mm -hmm. We all see it. Across the world, America ego is on display. And America is getting, has been getting so many passes. America's ego has been excusing it for so long, but not this time. Mm. Not this time. The ego has decided to accuse. And by the way, I know we are putting sort of those Zodiac signs there. And it's for a very good purpose. But I also want you to know that America's ego now has been accosted. It's been held. It's been locked in. Not this time. The ego is accusing. See, it's been excusing for 500 years. Now the ego is accusing. And It's no coincidence that this full moon solar eclipse is happening on the born day of when America's astrological chart is written. Mm. Mm. Is the universe talking right now? And, and, And get this, for 500 years, the ego has been excusing. This is a remake first. Washington, D.C. 
we will put out for the first time on Planet Remix the reason Washington, D.C. is not a state. <laughs> we can really tell you guys. Washington, D.C. is not a state, and for very good reason. Is it because it is the promised land that is promised to God's people? Because that's what they mm. say. It is the promised land to God's people. Washington, D.C., I want you to think about this, is the land that is inherited and given to Benjamin Banker. Banneker. Banneker. Yeah, Benjamin Banneker. I said his, I'm thinking of his name. Benjamin Banneker is Washington, D.C. was given to him. Do you guys know? Watch what we tell you. Benjamin Banneker. That land was given to him. That's our land. Melanated people. That is our land. He was the architect that sculpted and gave the blueprint for Washington, D.C. Martin Luther King, I have a dream. He talked about the promised land. Everybody thought the promised land was somewhere in the sky. The promised land was Washington, D.C. Mm. When he talked about his speaking on the dream, that dream was our dream. That was ours. And it has been realized. That's right. We have to go claim our land. I know we're getting a little off subject, but well, no, we're not. No, we're not. We're we're talking about originality here. And, and and one more thing that's on my heart, and I have to bring this up, especially for our brothers and sisters who live in Canada. And for the first time, I want to tell you guys that lots of changes are going to come up. We talked about in earlier remix shows, and I know you remember this as well, Dr. Banks, where we mm-hmm. stated, which was something we did in self-invested way before any of this happened was that we needed to come up with a new constitution. And many of you were a part of that when we were in self-invested and we came up with a new constitution. And then I told you guys, the only way that this is going to work is we need a whole new constitution before anybody else say it, because you're going to hear some of our big leaders say it. And I'm glad that they are echoing the things that came to me in spirit. You know how I work intuitively, highly in touch with those realms and and with our ancestors and, and really with the collective and the subconscious of the people on the planet and beyond. So check this out. Check this out. Do you know just a couple of days ago, something interesting happened in Canada? And I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but what happened in Canada is that there were some people who were out and about. And while they were out and about, they noticed that something was going on with the birds in Canada. 
And what they notice is that the sparrow, the sparrow, the sparrow song that the birds, the sparrow, was singing had changed the ending of the tune. Sure did. Are y'all hearing me? Let me tell you really quick why this is significant, and I want you to hear this really quick. Listen. Listen to the birds. Remember, I told you guys, where was his eye, Brother Bilal? His eye is on the sparrow. Let me tell you why that is so significant about his eye on the sparrow. You guys know that song, right? (laughs) Lauren Hill, I think, kind of brought it home. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sister Act. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when she talks about her um when she sings his eye is on the sparrow. I I I I want you to 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 hold this thought real quick because this is um very significant. When you go back in history and you you take a look at this song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. It's something that our ancestors who, who live on this planet and those who've come through the slave trade, this was, uh, and still to this day, a very, very moving song for all of us. But I'm going to do this. I'm going to pause it right there because we got we to get through these principles. We got to get through okay. um, these principles. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to hold these principles up, but we, we. But just hold that thought. This goes right in long what we're talking about, but we're going to finish these principles, and uh, because the planet is moving into a totally new vibration, so um, originality. We can definitely say that. Um, and I would say in that right, but as we call, if we move on before we do. Notice that the word origin is an originality. And to understand originality, you must just simply understand one thing. There is only one you. The reason why Prince and all these different geniuses and all these different artists say talent borrows, genius steals, is because even if I take a song that, like Lauryn Hill did, that song is an old black AME Baptist church classic, but she took it and sung it her way and revitalized yeah. it probably for the next 50 years because yeah. there's only one Lauren Hill. There is okay. no competition. There is no competition. You are the one of one. In the watch world, we say the one of one. You are the one of one. There is no other one. You don't have to compete. And the only way you get into competition, which the whole world is, the reason America colonized the world is because they got into competition. Yes. And competition actually 
turns into war when you let it go too far. But if you notice, the word competition comes from the word comparison. Competition starts from comparison. That's why I needed Mm -hmm. to put the secret to originality is don't compare yourself to nobody else. Be you. You are enough. You are great. You have something that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that makes you start comparing yourself is your ego telling you, oh, you, you, you're not as good as them. So how do you appease the ego? Discipline yourself. Prepare yourself and put in your own work because you are already original. No one escapes the work. That's no right. one great. All right. Powerful. I love it. Originality. That's going to bring us to the next one, which I love. All of them. Here we go. Mastery. Build your own universe. The door is wide open. Once you master your own mind, you are the key. And the sign connected here is Virgo. Mastery. Yeah. Let's talk about that mastery. (laughs) Well, I would like to take this moment to personally thank you, Miss Blue, who has shared your story with us multiple times. Brother Bala, who has shared so much information with all of us, including me. I would like to thank Master Teacher Bobby Hemmett. I would like to thank Master Teacher Wayne Chandler. I would like to thank Master teacher, um, Dr. Ivan Van Sertema, master teacher, Dr. John Henry Clark, master teacher, um, Dr. Ben Jokinen, and so many. I could go on and on and on, but I just want to take the, the time to recognize them, to say that these people, including yourself, you ha- you have to believe in mastery because you birthed it in me and I for sure know that there are things, mindsets, principles, ways of just being that I have mastered through your instruction, your love, your guidance, your your willingness to share This is how I have arrived at these places that I am, and I consider myself a master, but not a master over anyone, a master of my own mind and my own spirit and my own self. And that is how I open the door to even get these principles Mm because I understood from all of the listening and the work and 
the love that I am the key to opening the door that has all the tools to create my own universe. You are practicing, practicing, practicing until you have mastered your craft. And then you can begin to play with it. And then you will begin to create with it. And then you will build the universe you want to see. Whether you like it or not, you will build your own universe. That's right. Powerful. Wow. Mastery. Build your own universe. And I'll say to you, Dr. Banks, of exemplifying the same attributes yourself and uh, helping us build our own universe together. So, so powerful for the principles. I know we still have more to go, but I, I wanted to add that in there as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Powerful. Well, we, got, um, we got, we got only got one more for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One more for now. So let's go to the last principle. Here we go. It is what it is. Seeing is not believing. Seeing is knowing. Know thyself. And you will know God. You will also be able to identify what it is and what it is not. It is <laughs> what it is. And the sign here is Taurus. Yeah, that is principle number eight. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, I humbly say that this has been an awesome show. I mean, I think I'm in it. I'm not. I don't know. I'm I'm observing. Part of me is observing it and it's it is awesome. And yeah. It is what it is is a very key principle and I'm so glad it's number 8 because I want to turn that 8 on its side and I want to lock all our minds into this principle in an infinite manner. Yeah. We should never forget that it is what it is. And trust me, I know what it is. And they say, oh, they, they I don't know what it is, but they just have it. Well, I know what it is. You know, Brother Bilal made sure that I knew what it was. And then you helped me cultivate my learning of what it is. But let's talk about the key to the principle it is what it is. We have been lied too. We are continuously lied to, but guess what? They are well within their rights to lie to you. Because the truth is out there. If you continue mm-hmm. believing the lie, then that is something you subjected yourself to. What am I saying? What was the lie? The lie was seeing is believing. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Seeing is mm-hmm. not believing. Seeing is knowing. Well, what does that mean? I got a nice, cute little explanation. I was talking to, you know, sometimes when we get hit with these, I call them downloads because a lot of them come when you're sleeping or, you know, you're not really quite awake. I was testing this theory of mm-hmm. the conversation about this principle I had with Brother Bala. And I said, I wondered, will a person who is not from our realm of understanding, will they get this principle? So early I was in Nordstrom, and a brother in there, I've been, I mean, I've been going in there seeing this brother for 20 years. And, of course, we mm-hmm. haven't seen each other in a while because they just opened the malls up here a week ago. And the mall is my place. That's one of my places. And so... I saw him, Mr. Kenny, and we talking, and he's just like, yeah, man, how you been? I'm like, man, I'm good. And um, we just started running it about some of the things we see going on. He was hip. He was like, yeah, I see that. I see that. I never talked to him like this. And Mm -hmm. I never noticed he was noticing me talk to other people all through the years. He said, yeah, man, you always come in here and drop some things. And so I was telling him, like, you see what you're seeing on the TV. You hear what you see what they're doing, right? And he kept saying, yeah, and I see. And he brought up that word that I don't like. Yeah, because, man, oh, man, that's a deep conspiracy theory. I said con- conspiracy theory. <laughs> Did, didn't you just say you see? Didn't you just say you see what's going on? That's the word that they invented so that you would bring it up. Every time your brain wants to shut out the information that you clearly are seeing, you're going to say, well, oh, that's conspiracy theory. How do I really know? So I gave him an analogy, or I don't know if it's an analogy or a metaphor. You can help me out. I didn't finish college, so I don't know which one of these it is, but I'm going to share it with you and see if you know why. This principle, this, it is what it is. Seeing is not believing. Seeing is knowing. I said, okay, Mr. Kenny, I know you married because I saw your wife before. Yes, you have a beautiful wife. Yes. So let's pretend, not that this would ever happen because I don't want you to hurt anyone, but let's pretend I call you on the phone, and I say, Mr. Kenny, I'm downtown at this nice restaurant, and I see your wife here with another man. Mr. Kenny, I think she is involved with this man. Now, you just heard me. Hearing is believing. You would believe me. You would say, man, thanks for the reason why to me. But you're going to start saying, no, this can't be. Wait, hold on, how he look? Is he tall? No. Is, is he light? No. Because that's a shit he's going to be with a cousin. Nah, he don't fit that description, Mr. Kenny. Um, If I was you, I'd come down here to see it for myself. You sure, man? Is it, it might be her brother. No, Mr. Kenny, listen. Just come on down, Mr. Kenny. You get in your car, you come downtown, and I'm waiting for you. See, right there. Is that your wife? Because I could be mistaken. Maybe that's not her. I don't really know if that's her. I'm just looking, and she looks like your wife. Mr. Kenny, is that your wife? Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's her. That's, her. that's my wife. Uh, oh, damn. They just start kissing. Oh, my God. They, um, you see that, right? Now you know she got another man. I ain't got to tell you. You ain't got to believe that no more. Seeing is knowing And that's why the world Was in an uproar Because when they started to see These cops kill these people Now they know that's what they do 
right. Ain't no more conspiracy theories. You saw it. You saw it. Now, do not lie to yourself. Do not mislead yourself. What you saw is what it is. That's That's what you better start dealing in it. You better start dealing in that because the whole planet is now into clarity and exposing the fallacies and the falsehoods. Mm-hmm. This ain't mm-hmm. the time to be running around telling no goddamn lies. Your ass will get exposed. Mm-hmm. Believe mm-hmm. that. It's like I tell my wife all the time. I'm not debating with you. I'm standing on the truth. The truth don't need explanation. Mm-hmm. The truth mm-hmm. don't need defense. The truth is not up for debate. Okay? I'm just waiting for you to understand what I already know. So there. Know thyself and you will know God. Why did the Egyptians write that all over everything, everywhere? Because that is the only thing to know if you want to really know the Creator. You have to know yourself. Study yourself. The best thing about knowing yourself is you will now be able to clearly define everything else that is not you. That's right. You will now know and understand your position, where you stand, where you are, which is why I say the principles are designed to get you direction, addition by subtraction. Oh, no, man, I don't do that. That goes against my principles. Well, how would you know if you what you do or don't do if you never took the time to study who you are and what you do and why you do it? That's right. So, if we understood who we were as a people, as a collective, as a soul group, There is no one or no group that could stop us from doing anything because at that moment, we would clearly become the God force. And like you said, Mother Nature is already on our side. You just don't know it. So when you see them trying to force all of these falsehoods and fallacies on you, and lightning get to striking people? You saw that. Don't pretend you didn't. When you <laughs> seen three goddamn eclipses, when you seen three lunar eclipses back to back to back, at the mm-hmm. same time, we got all this crazy shit going on. And then right here on the 4th of July, we got another triple lunar. And you didn't see that. You better know it's no such thing as a coincidence. That's right. That's right. I'm great getting my damn. Well, I can't even tell you what I'm great to do, but I'm great start. I'm gonna get me a nice, nice suit. No, I'm gonna get me a nice, get me a nice uh, Montclair sweatsuit, and I'm gonna start visiting some of these people. Hey man, give us our shit, y'all stole. It belonged to us. I know ain't nobody came to claim it. I'm here to claim the shit because everybody else scared. Give me my shit so I can take it back on the way it belongs. <laughs> you understand? Mm-hmm. And I'm the nigga to do it. That's the one. So please understand what, when you know yourself, you know God, and you can identify what it is 
everything and what it is not. Somebody lying, talking about they great. Somebody lying, and they've been stealing, killing, destroying, pretending to be me and you. And it's time is up for that bullshit. So it is what it is. And everybody who ain't with what it is, get away from me and everybody with me. That's right. Because we ain't playing. Stop playing with God. God ain't to be played with. (laughs) Wow. That is so powerful. Those are the eight principles, you guys. And one of the things I want to say first, Dr. Banks, thank you so much for coming on and taking on this journey, of course, and sharing with us these eight principles and giving us the story behind them because it gives so much, um, so much substance, so much substance and so much that is needed at this time, so much that is needed at this time. And as you know, and for those who are in self-invested, what we encourage you to do with the eight principles is to go back, Write the eight principles down, put them on a sheet of paper, cut them all up, put them in a jar, put them in a vase, put them in, you know, a shell, and every month pick a principle and then really sit with the principle. Think about what it means to you, you know, sort of give yourself the intention to live by that particular principle, to embody it in your life, to see where it shows up for you. And look at how much you thought you learned about the principle, because we all went through this, and those in self-invested will tell you. The ones that they thought, oh, I got this principle, oh, I understand this, I know what self-mastery is, or, or, or I know, you know, what... Um, this particular principle is, you know, once they started to work with it, so much came up, like literally journals and journals and journals throughout the month of that particular principle. And then the next month, pick another principle until you work your way through all of those principles, you know, because this is what's needed at this time. We need to be grounded, and there is some physical work to do with the grounding. So we can eat all the right foods, we can exercise, you know, we can get the rest Mm -hmm. that we need and go outside and get the sunshine, but we also have to begin to start grounding our minds. We have to start mining our minds. It's so important that we do that. And these principles are one of those things that brings the whole body being of you together, the mind, the body, and the spirit, all of them together. The principles will infuse itself into every single part of who you are and who you're growing to be. It'll keep you in a great space to stay open, which is something that we definitely need to do. This Capricorn energy is here with us, and boy, oh boy, it's not time to take off your seatbelts. You cannot walk freely around the cabin just yet because there will be some turbulence 
coming along. But it is you a know, time to take some I action. I really hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, this is not the first time you have said this. You said it two years ago, one year ago, six months ago. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess everybody believes you at this point right now, right? Um, you, I thought about something you said uh, the other day. Remember when everybody from T-Mobile was having problems, all the cell phones were having problems, different things? I remembered you saying, listen, guys, back up some of this stuff you got off up in them clouds. Oh, yeah. You never, You never know. And I'm glad you said that because it reminded me that I didn't order the drive that I'm supposed to do. I'm I remember one time <laughs> this is a quick story. I remember yeah. one time I I don't know why I thought I don't know what was happening, but I had this thought, what if they take the remix off? And I downloaded well, every I <laughs> Yeah, remember yeah, we talked about I, it. I said it yeah, on the show. Yeah. Go download yeah. all of these shows yeah. because what? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yep. Together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got a 500 gigabyte drive with <laughs> all of the remixes on it. I love that point, it. It took me so long. But listen, and I still got it. That was mm-hmm. so many years ago. I need a whole nother drive. I don't even know. We, you know, it's been going strong. That was probably 2013 <laughs> right then. Wow, um, yeah, yeah. But it was mm. so many. I was like, man, but I'm sorry. I just had to say that. Y'all, no, please, no, that's he, he this information. Listen yeah. to this information. The downloads yeah. are real. The downloads are real, you guys. And 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 just just, you know, enjoy this weekend. I think a great thing to do because it'll be a lot of emotional bombs coming out of the skies and they're not going to be fireworks. These are going to be emotional bombs and they can come from family members. They could come from friends. Remember past, present and future is all happening. Mind your energy. We did the show about mastering your vibration. You need to make sure that you're able to master your vibration, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also know that words are things, thoughts are things, and words are things, and they carry power. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Some don't believe it. Some don't believe it, Mm -hmm. Dr. Banks, and that's why I wanted to go to that. I wanted to go to um, about the eye is on the sparrow. But first of all, I want to give a big shout out for the super chat. Uh, to Mary Jane TV Creation, thank you for the super chat. Random Brand, thank you for the super chat. El, Ella, Ella Bezier, Ella Bezier, oh, yeah. thank you for the super chat. And also to Erica, thank you for the super chat as well. But that's why I wanted to go on His Eye is on the Sparrow. This Fourth of July weekend, especially for those of us who are living in America and throughout the world. It doesn't mean you cannot celebrate the Fourth of July. We should celebrate it. 
because mm. we are the ancestors and our ancestors are the ones who helped build this country into what it is. Mm. So I would encourage everyone is to find an inventor. You know, Dr. Banks, you talked about innovation. Find an innovator right. who has invented something. Do some research and then begin to post it on your social media to share the knowledge about the people. Yeah. Share Benjamin. You know how many people don't know that Benjamin was the architect who laid out Washington, D.C.? Don't take your knowledge for granted. Celebrate mm-hmm. forth, but celebrate it from your perspective. Start digging up our ancestors, those who have created things, who have done things that no one knows that they are the ones behind history that created the traffic light, that did the first open heart surgery. You know, John Hopkins University, that was a brother who did that. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of these amazing brothers and sisters who have done so much for this country. So don't use the 4th of July to be silent. This is the time for us to start hashtagging. Don't hashtag Black Lives Matter. We don't want to flood Black Lives Matter because critical information is going through that hashtag. You want to hashtag happy 4th of July. And you want to start putting up our brothers and sisters, our ancestors, our grandmothers, our Booker T. Washingtons, you know, our, our, our noble Jewel Lees, you know, everyone that you can think of, our Harriet Tugmans and those names that many do not know and cannot call. We want to start putting their names front and center, telling their stories, showing their pictures. And even when it comes time to the celebration and you start thinking about your Jack Daniels and your, um, um, and your brown whiskey, remember the show when I channeled and said it was our ancestors yeah. who came yeah. up, you know, with um, the two brothers. Yeah, with the Jack Daniels. And then later, Jack Daniels went back and gave reparation to the family. So it can be anyone. Mm-hmm. It is someone who has collectively contributed to this world. And I'm talking about building this country we call America. So look for those innovators. Look for those brothers and sisters who hold patents, those who have copyrights that have been infringed upon. And that's why I want to tell you guys, Dr. Banks, and I'll just share this really quick before we get out of here, is about the song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. Mm. It's it's so significant that we understand this because his eye is on the sparrow. I don't think that there is a person particularly living in America that don't know that song and cannot be moved. Because one of the things that I will tell you, many things have been lost. You talked about it, Dr. Banks. Many things have been stolen for the indigenous people of this country and us melanated people around the world. But one of the things that could never be separated from us was the ability to bring the spirit alive 
in this world. We are the ones who held the fiber of the spirit of the planet alive. And that proof will always ring true in our creativity, our self-expression of who we are, and even in our void. It is done through our research when it comes to agriculture, science, mathematics, astrology, and numerology, our health, what we understand as our psychology of our people today. These things were brought to life by our ancestors. But we're not selfish. We share our ancestors with all of those ancestors of the land and of the world. Mm -hmm. And I want to share this one because this was speaking to me so heavily. So that bird, that bird that was out there, that was tweeting a whole new hymn, they were totally perplexed, Dr. Banks, trying to figure out Why is this Canadian bird, why is this Canadian bird chiming a different tone that it hasn't chimed in over four or five hundred years? They've been following this bird forever, the sparrow. So that led me to go find out who wrote his eye is on the sparrow. His Eye is on the Sparrow was said to be written by a woman by the name of C-I-B-I-L-L-A, so Sevilla D. Martin. And it's said that she lived between 1866 and 1948. I said, oh, that is so interesting. And then I started to take a look at all of the songs that she wrote. And I mean, it is, Dr. Banks, when I say a plethora, a plethora (laughs) of songs. I mean, this repertoire goes deep. And guess what? She has a song on here that said, When I Was a Slave. Damn. Wow. I said, wow, this is deep. And then there is another song that says, helpless and hopeless far over the wave. His hand of loves were laid on me. How can I not love him for what he has done? Here's another one. Some of you might remember your grandmother and grandfather singing these hymns. How heavy was my load of sin. How often I pray for power. Stay with me, y'all. We're going somewhere. How sweet the old, old gospel is. I am saved by grace divine. And now I know. I cried to God for mercy. I have a friend who's able to save me. 
I have found the blessed secret. And this is a good one. I heard about a place. I have stand with the saved by his grace. I stood in the valley with Jesus. I I, I want y'all to hear this. And I got to the end, and as I'm looking at all of these song titles, and some I can remember some of my aunts and great aunts and uncles singing and hearing some of these spiritual songs, you know. I have family in South Carolina, Alabama, all over, and I know that I have heard these songs being sung before, and I keep looking. I keep looking and I see, oh, how dark the way before me. I keep looking and I say, wow, this is so powerful. And all of a sudden I go to learn so much more about Sibylla. And I find out that Sibylla was an Anglo-Saxon white woman and her husband and that they were in the church And for most of her life, she suffered from an illness, and she was bedridden. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, that's when Key Sweat started singing, something, 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 something. (laughs) That ain't right. (laughs) I said, so you mean to tell me that she was bedridden? And she wrote all these songs. At the cross, I found a friend. At the cross, my sins were all forgiven. I once was a slave, and his eye is on the sparrow. And all of a sudden, Sevilla came to me. And she said, wait a minute. Hold on, Miss Blue, before you, before you, before you jump the judgment." I want to explain what happened. I said, yeah, I would love to know what happened. Because I'm looking at you and I'm looking at all of these songs that you and your husband, you guys copyrighted. And I mean, I'm trying to figure out. You wasn't a slave. I'm trying to figure out where did this come from? And she said, well, things were different back then. And as you know, my husband traveled as an evangelist. And I was at home being cared for. And I was being cared for by colored people, by your people. And they would sing to me. They would sing all of these beautiful songs. One of my favorite songs was His Eye is on the Sparrow. Another one, the Church of Christ, Awake and Arise. Come in life's beautiful morning. Come speak a word for Jesus. And these things would keep me 
alive. She said, when my husband would travel back home, at first I kept it away from him. And none of the singing would go on when he was in the house. And I finally let him hear. And there was a song that really impacted him, and it's called Elijah Made a Sacrifice. And then he started to hear the rest of the songs. And at that time, they did not allow no colored people to own no copyright. let alone really to even have any kind of written work really published. So we took it to preserve the legacy. And she said, but I wrote a clue in there, and you found that clue. She said, I told my husband on all of the songs I would not put my name. And as a result, you will see the letters or the initial CD. And I said, hmm, CD. She said, yes, I had them put those initials for CD. And I said, what did... CD stand for? She said, many people thought it stood for me because my name was Sevilla D is my middle name, Martin, but it didn't stand for Sevilla D Martin. I wasn't trying to hold on to my middle name or my maiden name. She said, the code for the CD, I said, I know what it is. And she said, what is it? I said, it stood for colored disciples. And she said, that's what it stood for, Miss Blue. These are all songs of the colored disciples. And me and my husband copyrighted them so that they would not be lost And that someday, someone, a group of people, a group of colored disciples would come along and would know that these songs were theirs. So we were really keeping the legacy the best way that we know how. So that song, His Eye is on the Sparrow, that was written in 1906 was written by the colored disciples. That's our people. See, she grew up. She was from Canada, but she ended up settling in her home in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia, the ATL of the Dirty South. So these are the stories that we must tell. These are the things that we must begin to start using our minds and our spiritual discovery. 
so we can bring them to the forefront. I just wanted to share that with you guys. So that bird started tweeting in Canada to let everybody know, go ahead and wake up because his eye is on the sparrow and whoever his is to you, the most high, higher self, Buddha, Allah, whatever you want to call it, his eye is on the sparrow. And the sparrow, the sparrow watches over all of us, every single one of us. So I can proudly say to you, as a woman, as an African-American woman living in America, I have a lot of things to celebrate on the 4th of July. Because I, I understand about seeing and believing I understand about self-mastery. I understand the principles. I understand the mysteries of life. I understand the spirit that connects all people and all things together, the past, the present, and the future, all happening at the same time. Dr. Banks, I love you. It's always a pleasure to have you come on and join us. And uh, so great to have you a part of Planet Remix (laughs) and the whole family. I thank you so much. And uh, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this powerful, powerful lesson with us here. Yeah. 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 So we're going to let this take us out.